It is time. That's it. Let's get it rock and rolling. What is reality when reality is shaken? It is time for episode 93 of Tavern Talk. And uh, welcome to... Um, I lost a thought there. Anyway, some thoughts here about things. Something I've been thinking about lately, last couple of weeks, is, you know, all those wonderful videos that keep kicking to us out of China. You find them on YouTube, um, um, a lot of Twitter. Seem to be repeats. Okay, it's not just repeats. Here's the problem I have with them. The camera work is a little too good. Okay. Yeah, it looks like somebody who went to school and has like the proper arms to keep the shaking down. They and keep everything. the shaking down. They've got pretty decent focus. They've got, you know, good angles and stuff. It's like, who's doing this filming? And then you start, and then I, once I realized that, I started looking at the situation. I'm like, wait a minute, this situation is too contrived. You know, it kind of reminds me of a movie. You know, if you, if you, if you suspend belief, when you're watching a movie, then you can really get into it. Because if you start to believe in the movie or understand what's happening, you start to not really like the movie because you can see the fakery. And yeah. that's what I'm starting to see in all these Chinese videos. And it's like, who's doing this? Why? I think I'm beginning to think it's a fucking psyop out of China uh, for all these videos to make everyone think this crazy shit is going on in China. That's, that's my viewpoint because it's just, the camera footage, and then, and then, how the hell did they get this footage uploaded in the supposed Great Firewall of China? You know, well, that would make sense for them to be doing a psyop like this because that will keep people away. That will keep governments mm -hmm. looking um, at the hand that's the distraction, yeah. while the other hand is actually getting ready to do something important. Well, yeah. Well, this is anyway. This is one of the thoughts I have, folks. This is something you want to take a look at, and you know, I've got one fine example here of what I'm talking about. This example here, provided it still loads. Okay, it's going to load. Okay, look at this. Example of all of these, you know. It's a hell of a place to get footage from if everyone's locked down. Yeah. And they're all the fucking, they're all the fucking lockdown cops in China. Mm -hmm. Who's taking the footage? And why is it so perfectly done with the way they're sitting, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I suppose it could be one of the lockdown cops it, sitting on break with them. It could be, but you don't think these lockdown cops see them? You see them look over towards the camera. You know what's really cool, though? So. That reminds me so much of when the Empire State Building was being built, the way that it's all set up like mm -hmm. that. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. I just want everyone to know, this is the first breaking of reality tonight. I don't know if we'll get to any of our normal tips, but we've got so much other crap that we haven't covered in weeks. We're going to be going down deep. And, well, after all, it's not all doom and gloom. I suggest we're going to have some good old bitching and complaining to go with this tonight, but I suggest that you come in. Come on, come on in, out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes. Let's but start into some crazy-ass rabbit holes. And we need a little bit of fun because we can do it here on Odyssey and get away with it because we just need, I'm not going to play the whole song, but we're going to play a little bit of it because these are the people that are going to be into the future. And Being an executive woman is not easy. we got to get rid of the fucking easy. commercial. In 2003. Shut up, bitch. You gave up <laughs> your entire life, your childbearing years, et cetera, et cetera.
says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold dry Is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Ain't too many things these old boys can't do And homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't stop a out And you can't make a run Those wooden and moan boys Raised on shotguns We say grace We say ma'am If you ain't into that We don't give a damn Came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine By a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can scan a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.
had to play the whole thing. It's a good song. It is one of the best songs. What's interesting about it, you listen to it, it applies so well to our world today, but it was oh, ri- yeah. it was written in the 70s. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because I grew up with this song. Because I was cool. I was a country boy. I was a country boy. I was I annoyed my friends because I made them listen to country music in my truck. <laughs> and Hank Williams Jr.'s Hank Williams Jr. was one of my favorite uh, artists. Well, you were raised by farmers. They just didn't live on a farm when you were growing up. Pretty that's much. All. <laughs> I was raised by country folk. Yeah. I was raised as a country boy, even though I didn't always live in the country. I lived in cities a lot. I was raised as a country boy. Anyway, it's a great tune, and it is so applicable to our world today, especially the part of, you know, you know go downtown and get mugged and, you know, people out in the country are yeah. working to survive. Yeah. All right. We've got a couple of special videos to kick us off and get us a rolling along. You know, the special videos are just here for fun and entertainment. Excellent. Yeah. I like the special videos. Yeah, well, you know, special videos are what bring life to it all. Let's mm-hmm. go. First one. Oops. Wrong screen. Let's bring it on over here. There we go. This kind of this guy here does some fascinating stuff, but gotta wait to the end. Payoff is at the end. Oh, okay. I know it takes a minute to get there, but looks like a really good dish to make though. It does. You know, somebody said in the comments, you know, it'd been much better in a kitchen, but it wouldn't have been as cool. <laughs> No, it wouldn't have been. Also, that kind of looks like a hot day, so perfect place to yeah. <laughs> lose all of your... <laughs> I love how many times he tried to get the tomato. <laughs> oh, a little water, some smashed garlic. It's like, oh, this is looking so good. Some hot peppers. Chop it all up, get it all in there, add some spices. Make a really excellent sauce. Barbecue up your meat sticks. Get those all cooked up. Once they're cooked up, move them to the side, set your dish down, transfer your sauce dish to another dish. It's like, uh, you could have set the same dish down. Anyway, set it in there. Get some cheese on there. Get it all bubbling. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I saw that and I went, oh, that fucking sucks. <laughs> there goes dinner right into the fire pit. <laughs> Well, there's still some left. <laughs> yeah, I'd be scooping out as much as I could without the ashes, man. That was just too good to just let it go to waste. Eh, enjoy some ashes. Ashes actually have some good stuff for it in small quantities. It does. <laughs> All right. And here it is. Pandas. How the fuck is this species still fucking alive? I still... I, you have I don't another understand. panda thing? I clicked on one panda thing and it's just forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, two pandas were finally getting it on and they got so bad, dude fell from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta it takes a moment to catch what was going on first and yeah once you see it it's like okay panda fell from the fucking tree why are you still alive dude he doesn't really even seem to care he just continues playing with the stick in his hand uh-huh <laughs> all right and here's one when your roomie is just fucking annoying this is what roommates eventually do to each other I just found it funny when I first saw it. 
<laughs> what kind of fish are those? Piece of fuck out of me. I just found it funny that they're like scooping up mouthfuls of sand, <laughs> spitting at each other. It's like, yeah, really? I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, well, they're spitting shit at one another. That's what roomies do do. That's what roomies do. <laughs> All right. And last one. This is a really good scream screen. Unexpected chaos. This is where a screen actually protected somebody. Whoa. Now, here's what really happened. Next screen, guy dropped his Pope bottle and it burst and it shot across the room. <laughs> How about that? Those fucking Whoa. screens actually protected somebody from something. Yep. <laughs> I just thought that one was really cool. Now I want to go grab pop bottles and start dropping them to see if I can make them shoot off like that. You got to get the you got to get the the cap to pop off just right. Ah, so that takes some serious talent. Either talent or just pure bad luck. <laughs> like that. As we scroll down here, there's somebody that actually tried to do it because we've got all kinds of great stuff. The great thing about Twitter is people put in their own two cents later. Where was it? It's further down because by the time I get to these, more here it is. Watch this, dude. Oops. See? Oh. He did it and it fucking launched. It actually looks really cool though when it first starts uh, flying. Yeah. That's cool. Too bad it hit the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad luck on that. So cool looking though. All right. <clears throat> All right, here. Let's see. Where are we going to go first? Do we go with government knows best or you were warned about what's to come or it's just clown world? Let's start with clown world. I like clown world. All right. Let's start with clown world. Here we go. I've got something here. Treat cast iron pans as well. I don't even remember what this is. It's been sitting here so long. Uh, here it is. How long should I soak cast iron before putting it in the fucking dishwasher? Whoa, what? <laughs> That's the question for somebody put with a cast iron pan full of water. How long do I soak it before I stuff it in the dishwasher? It's like, ah, uh, well... You know, I say you just soak it for six hours, stick it in a dishwasher for two cycles. That'll make your cast iron work perfectly afterwards. You basically ripped my head off when I used soap on your cast iron as a teenager. Every time I think of people mistreating their cast iron, I remember you. Oh, I know, but <laughs> I, that's, that's me because I learned how to properly treat your cast iron. My cast iron is so perfect right now. You can fry an egg on it, and it has less stick than fucking Teflon. Yeah, I've got two cast irons that are in that condition. The other one, the kid made uh, uh, pasta sauce in, and I'm still working on helping well, it to recover. The reason it's like that is it wasn't immediately, as soon as the pasta sauce done, it wasn't scraped out of the pan, and the pan wasn't washed, and then put on the stove to dry, and then a quick coating of oil put on it. I make pasta sauce in my cast iron skillets all the time. The same cast iron yeah. skillets that are Teflon-like surface because I yeah. clean them immediately when I'm done. I don't yeah. let the stuff sit and soak because if you let it, if you let pasta sauce sit and dry in that pan, you have fucked the finish for weeks. Oh, yeah. And this is, I, I'm actually yeah. getting the kid to redo the cast iron. She can learn the painstaking process. Yeah. I have multiple cast irons. Yeah. So. Well, as long as you've got one that you can still fry <laughs> eggs in and they don't stick. Yeah. No, I like it because, you know, I like my eggs and sometimes, and I don't like to have my eggs sticking to the cast iron. Yeah, something that took a long time to teach the kids was uh, 
don't crack the egg onto the pan before the pan is warmed up. Warm up the and then crack the egg. You got it. You, cast irons, proper cast iron use requires one. If you're going to use it, put it on the stove and heat it up before yeah. you use it. And then add a little oil to it. Let the oil heat up too. Mm-hmm. The other. But don't soak it. No dishwasher. Never soak it. Always immediately when you're done, take it to the sink, rinse it, rinse and scrub it all, scrub it all out. And then immediately stick it on the stove and let it dry with that element that is still warm from your cooking. Unless it's grilled cheese and there's nothing but a little bit of breadcrumb on oh, there, I don't leave the oil on there. I don't even bother. I don't even bother cleaning it after grilled cheese. I just leave it. Yeah, because that oil <laughs> the pan is loves perfect. It. It's like one of the best ways to re-cure cast iron that's badly cured or badly damaged is mm-hmm. make grilled cheese sandwiches several times in yep. a row, or make pancakes several. Or make pancakes. Pancakes and grilled cheese sandwiches is how I used to re-cure my cast iron skillets. Hmm. I hate pancakes. Well, I like them sometimes, but kids always seem to like them for some reason. All right. I think I hate pancakes because my husband has a mild obsession with pancakes. Oh, well, that's too bad. (laughs) Here's another one. It's time to kill Whitey. All right. For those of you that haven't seen this commercial, we're not going to play the full commercial. This is a little bit. Okay. Anyone who's seen a commercial in the last, you know, let's say five years. How many people in those commercials is white? I have no idea. Pick a commercial, any commercial. Haven't you seen any commercial? You had to see an occasional one, even on YouTube. I don't really YouTube anymore, and I don't really watch things that have commercials. All right. All right. Well, let's let's go with we, we need some we need something to deal with here. Okay. Let's bring up a modern commercial. Okay. Let's go. Here we go. 20 best commercials of 2021. Okay. We need a commercial. We, we need a commercial here before we go to it. Okay. All right. Here we go. AARP commercial. You know how AARP is, right? No. American oh, video unavailable. Okay. Screw that one. Let's go with an Adidas commercial. Everyone knows who Adidas is, right? Yeah. Let's see if they've got people in it. Okay. You see, every problem has a solution. You might wonder, am I too small like to change this whole world? Yeah, screw that. Am I the Watch. only one pitching in? Watch the people. Maybe okay. someone needs to make the first move. Being green isn't about what's easy. Sometimes it means trying the road less traveled. Being green can be something big that's just too hard to miss. Or even doing the little things that end up making a big difference, too. If we all do our part, we can make the world a better place. A greener place for the next person to walk in our shoes. It's not easy being green. (laughs) But nothing great ever is. Okay, that's enough of the commercial. How many white people did you see? One at the end and Kermit. I knew it was Kermit. Okay. All right, let's go with an Allstate commercial. Everyone knows who Allstate is. Yeah. It's the same dude throughout the whole commercial. I figured it would be. Okay, so black person. Let's go with Amazon Alexa. 
It's just flawless, isn't it? We think so. Yeah. I mean, I literally couldn't imagine a more beautiful vessel for Alexa to be inside. Alexa, how many tablespoons are in a cup? There are 16 tablespoons in a cup. Babe, food just got here. Why are you cooking? Who's that? That's enough of the commercial. That's a really creepy commercial. It is a really creepy commercial. That's not the point. Like, super creepy. That, that's aside from the point. The commercials are creepy unto themselves. Okay. These were 2021 commercials. Okay. Yeah. How many white people were there? One in each. Well, one in the first one you played and one in this one. Okay. Let's go back to this commercial. Okay. We're going to have to... I need to bring it up on a widescreen so you can actually see it. Uh, you should be able to see it better here. Yeah, because it's yep. too small. Okay, let's play. us are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see bubbles. I see the ocean. I see music. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, there is still so much beauty. You just have to be brave enough to see it. Okay. Do you know what that commercial was? That was about the uh, assisted suicides. Yes. Did you see anything but white people in that commercial? You don't actually know because the no. only one they actually focus on is the main woman. Let's as do, she let, is doing things. The rest of them are kind of in shadow. Doesn't matter. You can see it right there. Right there. Okay. All right, let's bring it up to full screen so you can actually get a good view. Show me anything about a white person in that. Okay, I see your point. Okay. The point is... You're working with your subconscious more than your conscious mind there. That's right. Kill Whitey. It's perfectly okay for a commercial... Every other commercial in existence for the last five to ten years is multicultural. Multicultural. Yeah. You gotta have black people, colored people, Asian people, Mexican people, blah, blah, blah. Pick your fucking multicultural. This one? Oh no. All white people. We only want white people to kill themselves. That's definitely done on purpose. It's definitely done on purpose. There's no diff there's no doubt about it. It's done on purpose. Because the commercials are very well thought out. Yeah. They every, every second of it. Every aspect. And when when people say, Oh, we made a mistake in that commercial. No, you'd made no mistake in that commercial, man. That commercial was thought out from conception to approval to production to release. And it mm. went through multiple fucking levels of approvals along the way. Oh yeah. There's no fucking mistake ever in a commercial. Everything is thought out purposely. So anyway, I thought this was interesting. This is how fucked up clown world is becoming. Kill I'm really glad man. I don't really see commercials anymore because they're really creepy. Oh, I, I only see them on occasion and I usually skip them as quick as I can. But sometimes I look at it and go, what the fuck are they doing here? Creepy, man. Well, it's not just creepy. Because I did my psych degree... Yeah. I want to see what psychological shit they're pushing onto people. 
You know, so, you know, commercials are 100 percent psychological psychologist driven. There's a psychologist who is helping somebody will write it and a psychologist will help perfect it. Yeah. They're going after shit. All right. We have some great memes for Clown World. I think these do even come from Clown World. Yep. They're Clown World board board memes. All right. Well, they deleted the video about chicks that dig Elon Musk. They must have got <laughs> upset. All right. This is uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. I like that one. Uh, have willingly betrayed his own country in service to a foreign enemy is actually treason will be taught in history books for generations to come, and the name Trump will become synonymous with treachery. N no, no, I don't think so. I think they missed oh, the mark on that meme. You never know. That probably is what will be taught as history. And what the fuck is that? Um, this <laughs> is the uh, mayor of uh, Detroit. This person here. Oh, I see. If if E.T. and uh, oh, fuck, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice got together and had a baby, the mayor of Detroit was their fucking offspring. And she really <laughs> does, in real life, her real life picture looks like fucking Beetlejuice. The first time I saw it, I was like, Oh my god, it's a black beetle juice. <laughs> the Bruce Ree. <laughs> that poor Ree chick. She's fucking screwed for the rest of her life. Well, she put herself out there. Yeah, I know, but in some ways I really feel for her. I don't, but I do because, you know, I'm sorry that she has to live her life like that, but she did it to herself. I love this tree. I've seen it pop up in a few places. <laughs> it doesn't like his neighbors. <laughs> All those fingers. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, we've seen that one before. You know, Trust the science. I am the science. We own the science. In 2022, we didn't know. <laughs> it's pretty much what they've done. There you go. That's that's pretty much what I remember what I think about when someone says they're pansexual. That's kind of what I keep having go through my head every time that someone says pansexual. I know it's not its meaning, but that's the image it pops that's up in my head. That's the image that pops in my head. It's like, oh, so you like licking pans. Cool. <laughs> I've got some pans that need cleaned. <clears throat> mean, mean fries. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you have to enjoy you have to you have to enjoy Rush to understand this. <laughs> and here you go. <laughs> For a trans patient, never gonna be a real vagina. <laughs> here you go. Kid helping with the dishes. Yeah. I don't know. We're not gonna listen to it. Must be something there. What the hell is that? Trending in Canada, glory holes. And look at his mask. <laughs> BC did have that whole thing about how to have glory hole sex. Yes, it so. did, because that was recommended for people to have safe sex when using a glory hole. Yeah, in BC, was it all over him or just BC? I think it was BC just the only one that's stoned just, enough to do that? I, I think it was BC that was only stoned enough to do that, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We we actually showed the document that was put out by our BC government <laughs> that recommended glory holes and using a board in between you or mm -hmm. some other crazy shit. And it's like, I, I can't believe this is our fucking government. 
to be fair, we have the best weed in Canada. Yes, we do. Here we go. Show me a pic of pregnant Michelle Obama, and I will concede the 2020 election. I don't get it, but okay. Because Michelle Obama is considered to be the biggest dick in the, in the uh, couple. Ah, okay. It's like there, there's these shots of her that it doesn't look like she has camel toe. It looks like she has dong show. Ah. And that it's, it's thought that she might actually be a transgendered who never cut the penis off. That's why they call her Big Mike. I didn't even know that. Mm. It's kind of cool. Yeah, because, you know, Michelle Obama is... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. When you take NyQuil and take at the same time. <laughs> uh, suddenly worried. <laughs> See, the people who think men can get pregnant are suddenly worried about misinformation on Twitter. <laughs> All right, we'll leave that one there. There's more, folks. Link is in the show notes. Just keep scrolling down. There's an endless supply of fucking memes. Some of them are good. Some of them are like, meh. But I always like... Well, it's one kind of, of those pages you can get lost for hours. And you can get lost for quite a... If you catch it early enough, like I usually do, it's not very long. But by the time we get it to the show, it's quite fucking long. There's stuff that I hadn't seen yet in, <laughs> in the beginning. All right. Time to kill all men. Let's see if we still got... Oh, we do have it. Avatar director... James Cameron says testosterone is a toxin men must terminate from their system. I will never watch Avatar, this new Avatar movie, or anything James Cameron ever produces again. That sucks. I've been looking forward to Avatar too. He seems to think testosterone is the wrong thing when he produces movies that are based upon testosterone, except for I hear his new one is more based upon wokeness. I've seen really? I've seen the occasional clip of it, and I'm like, oh dear God, he's neutered the men. Even, even more than they were neutered in in the first Avatar. I mean, I never watched the first Avatar in the theaters. I didn't even watch it until probably about four months ago. I finally watched it. Yeah, I can't remember what I tripped across. I was bored or something, and it showed up in my. I think it was in my my Amazon feed. And it's like, oh, well, let's go see if this is as big a deal as everyone made it out to be. It's like, no, it wasn't a bad movie, but the men were seriously neutered in it. I enjoyed the remake of the Pocahontas story. A remake. I really enjoyed it. It was a space Pocahontas story. It was awesome. A space Pocahontas movie. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's the same story as the Disney movie Pocahontas, mm -hmm. only it takes place on a different planet and blue people who have tails. Oh, it's that, cool. That's what that's what you're calling Avatar. Yeah, it's sort of that way, but it's not. It's not. They neutered the men. They made the men. They made the men not men. They were sort of men, especially the main character man. He's like he he was he was cucking for his vagina. Yeah, you know, it's like it was it was like when I look at if I if I'd watched it back then. Because I was more blue-pilled back then, I might have really thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I would have been sad when I actually watched it again, thinking, how could I think like that? But since I didn't watch it till later, I was like, I was inoculated against the fucking wokeness. It was the beginning of the wokeness era, is when Cameron did it. But to see this fucker say this shit, it's like, yeah, all right, 
I will be one of the people that will never support your shit ever, ever again because of the fact that you think testosterone is a toxin men need to terminate from their system because testosterone is what men need to be fucking men. Honestly, if that's what he thinks, the next movie isn't worth watching. Yeah, I guarantee it. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. All right. I thought it was going to be super cool and stuff, but no. No, it's not. It's going to be full on wokeness. He's going to lose. He's he, where he made those millions and millions on the first movie. He's going to lose that on the second one. Oh yeah, because people might watch it once, but they won't go back again. You still there? <sighs> oh, okay, you are. All right. My brain is all melty now. Yes, that well, I, I brought a lot of stuff to melt your brain tonight. I've been collecting this shit for weeks. I'm going to have to go watch Avatar again, see if I can see what you see. Because so far, I literally, every time I see it, I'm just thinking about the, the Disney Pocahontas the story. More, the more red, <laughs> well, I've been red-pilling you for uh, a year and a half now on this show. So the more you know, the worse all the things you thoroughly enjoyed start to become. Well, more so you've been giving me the man's perspective. Mm-hmm. So I had it from a woman's perspective, but the woman's perspective is so different in this world from a man's perspective. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I, I've been learning a lot from the man's <clears throat> perspective over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. So now I'll have to watch that movie with my knowledge of the man's perspective. And I'll bet you it's going to make me sad. It's probably going to make you sad. I'm sorry. I hate to be the yeah. person that bursts balloons, but somebody has to do it. I was going to watch Avatar again anyway. All right. Here we go. No chairlift for you. Oops. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens when I get this over to the right screen. Disabled Canadian Army veteran Paralympian blast government for offering to euthanize her when she complained about how long it was taking to install a chairlift at her home. You've heard this. You've heard this story, haven't you? No. This has been going on for, this was a couple, a week or two ago. Okay. A Canadian Army, Army veteran, you know, she was a Paralympian. She's mm-hmm. stuck in a wheelchair. Now, our healthcare system will pay for certain people to have a chairlift installed in their home. Yeah. And so she was complaining about how long it was taking to get it installed. Instead, they offered to euthanize her. And we've got hmm. so much more about the government wants to kill you. That's. Further down the line, Canadian government has just moved from healthcare to how about if we euthanize you? That's not terrifying. It's very terrifying in our government in, in in Canada. Ever since, not terrifying at all. No. What do you, what do you mean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, this is my just, goodness. This is what's happening. We got more on that later in the show, folks. And now we got a what the fuck is this shit here? This is just insane. Oh. And, and Spend a work day with me? Oh, yeah. This is an insufferable daycare Spend video. Spend an in-person work day with me as a big four management consultant. I woke up at 6.30, showered, had some Greek yogurt topped with honey and almonds for breakfast, finished getting ready, and then ordered an Uber to the office. Work pays for our Ubers, which is so clutch because otherwise it would get so pricey. I got to the office, met up with my you team, know, I and just then we realized, went to the in-house Starbucks. I just realized something she just said. That reminds me of the plastics. What was that fucking movie? Mean Girls. You ever watched Why would you take an Uber when you could walk or bus? That wasn't it. It was, it's so clutch. You remember that one scene in Mean Girls where this chick was trying to get some crazy word as a new cool word? 
I never watched it, so no. Oh, you didn't? Okay, I must have been fucking, I must be just fucking different in the world to have watched Mean Girls for some reason. I found it just fucking- You were married to a woman who liked that stuff, so. It wasn't just it. I would have watched it anyway, because it's actually quite entertaining to see this kind of fucking uh, snarky girl shit to understand a little bit about uh, crazy women. Hmm. Anyway, I just thought it was funny that she, she uses the word like, it's so clutch. It's like, the fuck is clutch? I don't know, but I've heard it enough to where it didn't even register. Yeah, well, that's obviously. <laughs> Bucks, I got tea for myself and picked up a matcha latte and croissant for my manager. We were hungry, so we also got breakfast sandwiches from the cafe. Then we had back to- Oh, wait a minute. Didn't you just have breakfast, you silly bitch? With almonds yes. on yogurt or something? Okay. Something healthy that is not at all filling. Yes, okay. Back sessions for a few hours. We had some very cool brainstorming sessions. My teammates are such- Self-serving culturists of variable user status. That was her brainstorming session. Wow. <laughs> Talented, her thoughtful tone? people. What? Her tone? Her tone is driving me up the wall. What does that say? Visual. A visual sultan of reclusivity. <laughs> Don't don't go there, man. It's like it's like these are the people that got fired from Twitter. Isn't Sultan like the leader of a country? S no, Sultan is the uh, is, yeah, he's the leader. He was the king of uh, Arabia during the time of Aladdin, the Sultan. That's what I thought. Yeah, uh -huh. So yeah, okay. So there's so a visual king of reclusivity, I guess. Uh huh. So how can you be a visual king of being a reclusive? And I love how she has up their communication capabilities. And, uh, wow. Uh, this is this is this is truly that's why I watched this like all right, I gotta bring in this is just plain. What the fuck? This this like no shit. I felt so excited about my product marketing work after all of these sessions. Afterwards, my coworker Ellie and I picked up sweet green for everyone for lunch. I got the fish taco. Oh, look at this. What the fuck was that? Sweet what? Sweet green, man. Let it, the hell is sweet green? Salad. Like greens with sugar on them? Salad, man. Sweet salads. Good salads. Uh, and avocado. We had avocado in the previous shot, but I'm not back Bowl, which was so yummy. Then I went to IT to switch out my PC for a Mac. Learning the new shortcuts will be a lot of work, but Macs are so smooth I had to make the switch. We had more back-to-back -back meetings until the end of the day. Afterwards, we Ubered to a restaurant for drinks and dinner. From 5.30 to 9, we were at this restaurant. Oh, look at this. From 5.30 to 9, we went to fucking dinner. Four hours. Four hours sitting in a... She eats more than anyone, man. It's like <laughs> constant snacks throughout the day. I eat like once every eight to ten hours. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. These are the people that fucking Twitter fired. No wonder. Just eating, laughing, drinking wine. My team gets along so well, so it was the best time. We were having so much fun and didn't want the night to end, so we Ubered to the Lincoln Memorial, then we went to Green Zone and Admo, Hang on. finished the night with pizza, and that was my work day. <laughs> That's it. Hang on. So, I understand taking the Uber and having your company pay for it from to wherever you're going, but then to call from a restaurant, mm -hmm. an Uber that your company is paying for to go somewhere else? Mm -hmm. And eat some more of course yes and then go to the lincoln memorial because well we don't want a night to end we're having so much fun we're not even going to have sex we're just having fun 
That's exactly why I brought this. I was like, what the fuck? Five to nine. These are the people that fucking get paid for consulting with major corporations on how to fucking reach the millentards and the, well, the Gen Zers are just getting old though. They're, they're chasing the millennials right now. Like, seriously. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Like I, I go out with you, we go drinking and we spend like an hour at a pub. And we're like, okay, we're done. Let's go. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's us lazing about and taking our time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I, I just found it funny. I like this shot of her, her eyes. They're like the devil incarnate. He looks a little maniacal. It does look maniacal. Sometimes you just got to scroll through the Twitter comments because you can't shit you might have missed in the video. Stimulus of brutal well-being and identity efforts. Those were actually on those. I scrolled back through the video to look at them. Self-serving culturalists of variable user states. Interim partisan for tactical predictions. It's like, what the fuck is that? What? It's like, okay, you guys are just, you had a random word generator there that just fucking generated shit for you. Must be. So these are the people that are in places of of semi-power or influence in corporations. That's why we're and fucked. she's wondering why she got fired? I don't know if she got fired or not. It's like I said, these are the people. I didn't say she did. This is a woman who puts herself out as she's a consultant to corporations. You know, you can listen to the very beginning, okay? Here, let's listen to the beginning on her again. Spend an in-person workday. Spend an go. in-person workday. She. Big four management consultant. So she's a consultant with one of the big four tech companies. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then look at that. Look at me. Look at me. I'm going to bite your dick off if you stick it in my mouth. No, 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 man. That's a succubus. She'll take your whole damn soul. Uh, yeah, that is a succubus. All right. <clears throat> Let's go on to something else. Yes, please. <laughs> Boys have tips. Oh, no. Is this another brain melter? <laughs> Probably. Tips for boys on their periods. Wait, what? <laughs> I remember, boys and men have periods now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the transgender world, man. Boys and okay. men have periods. One, boys don't put pads in boxers. It doesn't work and makes a mess. Okay. Two, to feel more masculine, wear boxers over your pad holding underwear. Holding underwear. Yeah, okay. pad holding underwear. Because, you know, women, if they're going to wear pads, they need the nice, you know, crotch, crotch holding underwear. Three, don't beat yourself up. You're totally rad and cool. Your body is doing something, but it's uh, that's okay. It's not your fault, and it doesn't make you less valid. But like you mess of a male, <laughs> you're not a male if you're having a period. If your chest starts to hurt, don't bind. Some guys tender breast tissues when it's that time of the month. Listen to your body. Don't push yourself. Treat yourself to chocolate. Tea, it's so good. And green tea can help with cramps. Advil, use it when your cramps get bad. Sometimes you get headaches and it helps with that too. Don't take more than six though. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sorry. (laughs) It made me laugh when I saw it, so 
I mean, these are all great tips. Well, they're great tips for women who have their periods because these are the general things that women have to deal with. I know I've been married yeah. to a couple and dated a few and I've had many female friends in my life. And I usually not to mention you raised one. I raised one. So I usually avoid them for seven days, <laughs> seven days out of every month. Because I know man. that it's like uh, they're on their period, man. Just fucking just go away. Give them some chocolate and leave. And preferably dark chocolate. Give them nice dark chocolate and get out of there. Dark chocolate and something fuzzy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just get out of there. Just, just yeah. run as fast as you can. <laughs> most men figure that out by the time they're 25. Yeah, most men. But now it's men that have these problems. Boys on their periods. Well, I'm pretty sure that guys go through monthly, too, because I know for a fact plenty of men need some chocolate about once a month. Well, that's a completely... Men have periods, too, just totally different yes. periods. <laughs> yeah, but we don't bleed, and we don't have our chest hurts, and, you know, we, we it, it's usually something else. We're usually having some other issues. Yeah, about once a month, every mm -hmm. man needs some chocolate and something fuzzy, and you just have to leave them alone or kick them out of the house. All right, here we go. We've got <laughs> Canada's way to save some money. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. Medically assisted oh. deaths could save millions in healthcare spending. A report wow. says. Wow. Okay. Across Canada, a journal calculates up to $136.8 million in savings. And this is an actual article from the CBC News. I went and looked it up, but I didn't bring the link for it. You have to look it up yourself. Wow, yeah. This that, is, that does make sense. I mean, if you killed them all, you don't have to take care of them anymore. That's right. That's right. So... That's special. It's special. <clears throat> Way to go, Master Cluckless. Yep. Well, you know, we've got all kinds of crazy ass shit going on in the world today, folks. <laughs> it is getting downright fucking insane. So the next one up here, English teacher calls out the English language for being a racist. Yes, I brought this one. Once the tweet loads, hopefully it's still there. This is actually quite entertaining. Oh, this is from Not the Bee. Yep. Uh, that's just their video. Scroll down. There English you go. English teacher. Oh, do we play the video? Yep. As an educator, I am constantly worried if I am part of the problem. What do I mean by that? Well, public education is an institution that upholds lots of problematic systems in our society, like white supremacy and misogyny and colonization, etc. In my role as an educator, I try to undermine that BS in my classroom as much as I possibly can. I teach high school English and whoo, the white supremacy runs deep. What do I mean by that? Well, let's look at how we write essays. Start with an introduction that includes a thesis. Always cite your sources. Use transition words like however and therefore. These are all made up rules. They're arbitrary. They were created by Westerners in power. In linguistic justice... Oh yeah, I can't handle her anymore. Are you sure? Because, you know, she's on a roll there. Yeah, I can see she's on a roll there. She's a <laughs> white English teacher who hates herself and her race. Yep. Although I do have to admit, all the rules that we have for society are absolutely arbitrary. They were created organically over time and every time that something new popped in, we just kind of add it to the to the giant stew pot. But they're not arbitrary. They were made to make it more understandable over time. It's like, have you ever created something from scratch and then refined it? No, that's true. 
every time you create something from scratch, there's a little something a little quite not quite right. Let's let's take a recipe. Maybe you create a brand new recipe for a good stew, and you realize, oh, it's good, but it's not quite right. How about if I add a little bit of this next time? And so you add a little bit of this next time. So that becomes a new rule for making the recipe. And then next time you go, oh, wait, I could do this to it. It's the same thing with the English language. It is called the English language for a fucking reason. Yeah, I don't, I've never really understood, though, why we call it the English language. Because it's We're actually speaking common because our well, language is an amalgamation we could of all kinds of languages. We could call it, it the traitor's we tongue. could call it the common tongue. Yeah. But the reason it's called English language is because it started in England. Oh, it did? Yeah. I the, thought the, it was just kind of one of those no, organically created from no, us, from the world no, connecting over time. No, the language we speak today started in England. It was not started in Rome. It wasn't started in Germania. It wasn't started in Scotland because Scotland and Ireland speak Gaelic. Actually, uh... Looking into the roots of the English language, mm -hmm. what we speak today is most closely related to German. Very interesting. But none of the words are the same. It might be similar to Germanic. Yeah, it, it okay. comes from the Germanic it's, tree of, of Amelie. You got to remember the English language comes from the Germanic tree. It comes from yeah. the it comes from the Latin tree. It comes from the Gaelic tree. I have no idea what the fuck they speak in Ireland. Irish. Um, I think it's also Gaelic. No, no, the Irish no. don't speak Gaelic. The Scottish speak Gaelic. The Irish, no. It, watch fucking Highlander, <laughs> and not Highlander. Watch um, what's that fucking movie? Wallace. Braveheart. Braveheart. Watch Braveheart. You you'll you'll get a really good understanding about the Irish from Braveheart. Yeah, they're nuts. They're they're, they're just fucking. They're they're fucking. They they sort of speak Gaelic, but they don't. The, the Irish kind of like kind of like uh, parts of England sort of speak English, but yes, they don't. They don't. So you got to remember. So this reason it's called English is because it did start in England and it was spread through the world. But you got to remember, it has evolved in every segment of society it exists. It's like mm -hmm. the English we speak here in British Columbia is not the same English they speak in fucking Toronto. It's not the same English they speak in California. It's or not New Zealand. Or New Zealand or Australia or, well, I speak Southern English quite well. Yeah, like if I were to say I got to run out to grab my wellies out of the boot to forgot my brelly and my lollies, not many people here would understand me. No, no, but there's a few that would catch it. And yeah. I, don't, I don't have a good Southern slang full of shit right now for you to, <laughs> to give you a good Southern slang full of shit. But everywhere develops its own, its own style to it. But in the whole, it's still the same language because there's enough words in common. Yeah, all right. That makes sense. And so what she's proposing here as far as it's all racist, no, bitch. You fucking hate yourself and your white race, and you bought into the bullshit, so you want to virtue signal to say, oh, it's all racist. I want to make it all better by eliminating it or by forcing people to change. It's like, I'm sorry. Language does change over time. 
it constantly probably are some rules that are absolutely arbitrary at this point, they're, but well, not all, all of it. They're all arbitrary. Every rule is arbitrary, but it's important when it's created and it lasts until somebody comes up with a way to do it better. I mean, take for instance, have you ever tried to read the English that was written in 1770s? I mean, take for instance, go try to read the fucking Constitution of the United States. That's only 200. Interesting. What's that? It's interesting. But actually read it and under try to yeah. understand what they're saying. They spoke an entirely different English 230 some odd years ago. Yes. You know, but it was still English. And the words were here's, still the same. Or here's they, a funny thought for you. Hmm. Going back 200 years ago, years ago and going, "Whoa, bro." What was that? You broke up. I said, imagine appearing 200 years ago and looking at one of the people who wrote the Constitution and going, whoa, bro, that's sick. Yeah. That'd be really entertaining. They, they wouldn't understand a word of what you fucking said. Oh, hell no. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go check out a restaurant cancels Christian group event just before the start time because eatery staffers, many of whom are LGBTQ, AIP, WQRZ, felt uncomfortable <laughs> and unsafe. Oh, sucks to be them. Poor yeah, babies. See, there's no video for this, but I thought this was entertaining to bring forth and just point out, like, all you have to do to get whatever you want is simply say, I'm gay and I feel unsafe, yeah. and they'll clear out an entire restaurant for you. Well, many of places do. All the sad places do that. Places that aren't worth doing business with do that shit. Yeah. Any place that I've ever gone to, that I go to, anyone that does this shit, it's like, yeah, okay, you don't deserve my money anymore. Granted, I'm not a big part of your income, but if more people who spend those few bucks like I do with you on a regular basis do this shit, you'll go broke. It yep. serves you fucking right for fucking kowtowing to the 0.5% of the population. Ooh. All right. Just, well, they've got a large segment of the population convinced that they are that 0.5%. Yes, I know. Hmm. But in reality, the people who spend money are only 5% of the population. Yeah. You know, which isn't enough to support these businesses, which is why these businesses go broke, which is why Disney is fucking going under really fast. Oh, so fast. Disney is just, they're sinking. They're, they're sinking fast. They're sinking. They, they, they've, they've destroyed the fact that Christians don't want anything to do with them anymore, and they forgot that Christians were the majority of their money. Yeah. All right. Justice Kentia Jackson says, not making websites for gay couples equals racism? Oh, go fuck yep. yourself. Oh, wait a minute. All right, we're going to have to take a sideline here just because I see that picture. Okay. Okay, let's, we'll come back to that. Okay, here we go. For gay weddings... To excluding black people from its a wonderful life photo shoot. So, yep. All right, you fucktards. All right. We're gonna have to take a side trip on. Let's finish this and then we're gonna take a side trip here because we're going right. down we're going down a rabbit hole that I was thinking about. It started last night and I wasn't gonna bring it tonight, but you brought this picture and we can't escape it. Okay. All right, just as Kenita Brown creates a hypothetical photographer who denies video depictions of the movie It's a Wonderful Life to customers who aren't white. 
oh, we got to yep. hear this. Exact same analysis to say, is the parade organizers otherwise... Ins- but otherwise- Hurley was a private association. It wasn't a public business. What I'm asking you is I have a public business. I'm a photographer. My belief is that, you know, uh, I'm doing It's a Wonderful Life scenes. That's what I'm offering, okay? I want to do video depictions of It's a Wonderful Life. And um, I'm knowing that movie very well. I want to be authentic, and so only white children and families can be uh, 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 customers for that particular product. Everybody else can, I'll give to everybody else, I'll sell them anything they want, just not the It's a Wonderful Life depictions. Um, I'm expressing something, right, for your purposes, that, that speech. What about, uh, what's the other step? It's speech, and I can say anti-discrimination laws can't make me sell the It's a Wonderful Life package to uh, non-white individuals. Yay! Oh, in the same way, I would say, first of all, in the same way that this court, when there is a message and a status and it's overlapping, <clears throat> the court would say that message wins in that instance. So I don't so, think that so the I message... don't have to sell it to white. I don't think that that message is in that... All right. Yep. I think it's right because, okay, It's a Wonderful Life is a movie I watch every single year. I've watched it every single year for the last 15 or 20 years. You never watched it when I was living with you. I did, just without you. Oh. I've been watching it. That explains why I didn't see it until like two years ago. I've been watching it for a very long time. Okay. Um, because it's just something I watch. I generally watch it by myself because unfortunately it's a tearjerker and you know, it, it yanks tears from my face every time. That's no, why you never watch no it matter, with me. Got no it. matter, no matter how many times I watch it, every single time it watch it yanks tears, it yanks tears from my eyes. And no matter how I try not to let it yank tears, it yanks tears from my eyes. I've got a couple movies like that. So and I enjoy it, and because it's a Christmas movie, it is a true Christmas movie. Okay, it happens at Christmas time, and I had the pith in me on that movie last night, and we're gonna have to hold that moment because I really have to pee. So we'll leave everyone in anticipation while you listen to this. Tennis got its best. Seen him here in other places, out here in the West. Roping cows and branding calves, riding bucket bronze. It's real joy to see a real cowboy, or even in the honky tongs. Whoopie tie, old cowboy, riding the range. Whoopie tie, old cowboy. I hope. You don't change. Cowboy breed is fading, it's nearly gone for good. Urban nights and drug stores, and the ones from Hollywood. If they really knew the way it was. Surely change their ways, cause there ain't no stopping a real cowboy, but just like the good old days. Whoopie tie, old cowboy, no roof for fame. 
Here's the thing, the epiphany I had about uh, It's a Wonderful Life. If you've seen it, then you know the movie. Okay. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it, but I remember the gist of it. You should watch it again. That link I sent you, it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the reason I discovered that link was because I had this thought, somebody mentioned something about movies on, on uh, Odyssey, and I went... I wonder if It's a Wonderful Life's on there because I've been hard-pressed to find it the last couple of years. I actually ended up buying it from Apple, and I hated watching it on my iPad because that's the only place I could watch it. Yeah. It was really quite annoying, but I still had to watch it because it's just an obsession. Starting about this time of year till the end of the year, I have to watch it once or twice. I just I, I can't get away from it. I have to watch it because it's such a good movie. Um. But it's available there, and I downloaded it immediately. As soon as I saw it, I downloaded it so I'd have it on my local computer. Makes sense. So I have a copy of it, along with you know the link there. If you want it, folks, you want the link, I'm not going to put the link in the show notes for this, this, uh, this channel on Odyssey, but they have put up some movies that are still in copyright and uh, hard to get, along with some hard to get um, um, uh uh, video series or, or television series like the Waltons and stuff. Those are hard to find now. Um, they've got a shitload of that stuff there. I swear to God, somebody had their VCR and they fucking recorded it, digitized it, and uploaded it to the site. So if you want that shit, go download it. But just look up It's a Wonderful Life. You'll find their channel. I just put it into the chat area. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um... What happened was, remember remember the discussion we had, I guess it's been almost a year now, when we had that deep dive discussion about the thinkers, the bankers, and the Jesuits. Yeah, I do. And the movies they made, and the information they gave, and the things that they were trying to warn us about. Each one gives different information. But the yeah. thinkers were trying to warn us about things that were coming. Like this. Well... It's a Wonderful Life. The premise of the movie 
goes, it's quite simple. It's a man who gives up his dreams for responsibility. Yeah. He gives up what he thinks he wants for what eventually he truly wanted, mm-hmm. which, you know, eventually he truly wanted to have a family be a husband and a, a husband and a father and wonderful children, et cetera, et cetera. But what he thought he wanted to do was travel the world and build things. And he hits a crisis in his life in this movie where something went wrong. He needs money. He doesn't think anyone's there to help him, et cetera, et cetera. And he considers killing himself. And then an angel is sent down from heaven to help him. And the angel helps him and he goes, well, what if I'd never been born? The angel goes, that's a good idea. Let me show you what you're li- what the world would be like if you didn't exist in that world. And what it dawned on me when they showed that part of the world, it was like, oh my God. They just showed what the world would be like if it was allowed to be controlled by the bankers and the degenerates. Because when he was suddenly pulled out of the picture, he was a man that made sure certain things happened in his community. He made sure people were happy. They had good homes. They were able to afford a home. They were able to keep their marriages because they could have a decent home and a home life. And their wives were happy and their kids were good. And they had happy, healthy community. Once he was pulled out of the picture, what it showed was a community controlled by the bankers where everyone was forced to live in slums. The one They showed a couple of his friends who were really good men for him, but in this alternate reality, they were divorced. Their, wo- their wives left them, took the kids. They were living in bums. They were in slums in the slumlord's property. And the whole town had been renamed after the slumlord. When he went downtown, it no longer had a a magnificent movie theater. It didn't have restaurants. It didn't have a, it didn't have a dining hall. It had dance hall girls, um, um, gambling, um, fights and all kinds of other degenerate shit. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that, I went, holy shit, this is a warning. This movie was an actual warning as to what happens if the bankers take over. And this movie was made in the 1950s, early 1950s, just after World War II. Late 1940s, early 1950s. It was a warning from the thinkers. The problem is, is we are in that society now. Yeah, we are. It's like, oh my God. And what they what he showed was what happens if the family unit doesn't exist. They showed what happens if the family unit because everything in his alternate reality, which didn't last very long of the movie, everything in his alternate reality was without the family unit, not just the family unit, but the white, European, Christian-based family unit. Mm-hmm. Now, when they brought him back to his reality, when he was saved and he brought back, everything changed back to the perfection of what it was, which is a which is another warning from the thinkers that says if we can get that back. We can save our society. Hmm. 
This is this is what I this is what I saw from it. It's like I, I never thought of it. And I I've seen this movie so many times. I I almost have the dialogue memorized. I've seen it that many times. And this is the first time that thought ever occurred to me while watching it. It was like, oh my god, it was a fucking warning. Well, you've only been dissecting movies for the past couple of years. No, so. I've only been truly awake for the last two or three years. Ah. I've been partially awake for a long time, but in the last two or three years, mostly since we started this show, because we keep doing deep dives down into these fucking insane rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. It's just made me wake up even more as to the propaganda that is pushed on us. Kind of fun. It's like taking a walk through my brain only visually every week. Yeah, well, at any rate... If you haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life, I don't know what kind of rock you've been living under. If you have seen it and you don't remember it, go watch it again. It is available for free on Odyssey. And just sit and watch it and look at it with a different eye. You're still going to have tears yanked from your eye, no matter how you're thinking about it, because the music is good. The emotions are good. The fact, and then going back into what this little cunt is saying here, it's like, oh, well, we don't want black people in it. Well, this is truly a 100% white community in It's a Wonderful Life. There are no black people. There's a couple of Jews in that. Just so you know, there's a couple of Jews in the movie. They don't mention them outright, but they sort of hint at the Jews in the It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, but I mean, what this woman was saying is that uh, not making a website for a gay couple is like not selling It's a Wonderful Life to black people. Oh, fuck you. I don't understand. Yeah, that, that's what she's saying. It's like, no, that, no that's not it I, at all. I don't make a website for a gay couple. If I don't care, if if I if I am opposed to gay couples, I'm not going to make a website for a gay couple. i say, I'm sorry. It's not something I can do. Go away. Go find somebody and, else to do it. And that is what this person is bitching about is the fact that this this developer, I guess, didn't want to make a website for a gay couple. Because well, it probably doesn't even have anything to do with the fact that they're gay and everything to do with the fact these two making such a big deal of it are probably jerks. Well, it might be, but it could also be that the person who was making the website has such conviction against gays that they don't want to do it. Like the people who were forced to make a gay wedding cake against their convictions. I don't think that's right, man. Oh, it's you absolutely... You don't force a gay couple to do something that they don't want to do if it goes against their convictions. Why do you force do you, a straight couple to do things against their that, convictions? That's the whole Just thing. It's like if someone has a conviction against it, why would you force them to do it? Because one, if I was forced like that that cake maker to make a couple for a uh, cake for a gay couple, I would make it's the not shitty, be any good. I would make the shittiest cake I could possibly make. Exactly. You don't force people to do shit in their trade. They won't do a good job. You want something done right, find someone who's willing and happy to That's do it right. for you. Always find some, there's always someone willing and happy to do whatever the fuck you want, no matter yeah. what kind of insanity it is. And if somebody refuses you based on their convictions, well, so be it. Go, see, be it. Move on to somebody else. Yeah. All right, so that's why we ended up taking a side trip there because, and I wasn't going to bring that up. That was something for a later date, but um, it, it, happened. Sh it showed up here, and that's what I call serendipity when things show up that I didn't expect them to show up, and it is really good. But watch It's a Wonderful Life and use it to think about how the thinkers produce movies 
the bankers produce movies, and the Jesuits produce movies. Those are the three societies, or not societies, the three controlling factions of our planet right now. The three circles. The three circles, and unfortunately, the thinkers are not in control, but they're working hard to bring back their control. Unfortunately, right now, it's controlled mostly by the bankers with the Jesuits helping them because the Jesuits don't really care one way or another. They're with whoever they think is in power. Mm. All right. still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, good. Your voice is back. You like cut out and I couldn't hear anything for a bit though. I think that's a fucking Discord problem. It definitely is a Discord problem. All right, let's go on to your next one. House Democrat whip Catherine Clark. Do they whip her well? Do they use a cat of nine tails? I don't know, but do that's they, what it says. Do House make, Democratic do they make whip it Catherine exciting? Clark. I want to make sure they make it exciting. I mean, it's boring if it's not exciting. <laughs> says that she remembers her child waking up with nightmares about climate change. <laughs> I find that to be so much bullshit. Children, oh, do listen. Not, children do not wake up with climate change. All right. No, listen. listen to this. Okay. I'm uh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll hold my laughter till later. But they've also given us a model to become our own leaders. Let me tell you what it means to to me coming in as a different generation. I remember my middle child waking up with nightmares over concern around climate change. <laughs> what? Yeah, see if was your you middle actually, child 21 years old or 50 or 25 years old? If your kids are waking up with night terrors from climate change, you are doing something very wrong to your child. No fucking shit. You stupid white-haired cunt. And you no, never know. Her kids might still be in their young teens the way women have kids today. Well, I'm, I'm hang on, over hang on, come on, stop. Stop playing. Oh, waking stop up fucking playing. Let me figure this out. I'm looking at this bitch here. She is in her mid to late 30s. Maybe, no, no, she no she's, like in she's in her forties or fifties. Yeah. And her middle child, if her middle child was, if she had her child, like most cunts like this, she didn't have her middle child till she was in her mid thirties. So her mid child's in her tens, fifteens. So she was pumping her middle child full of democratic whitewashing crap, mm -hmm. blackwashing crap, because they don't whitewash, they blackwash. Yep. Oh, fuck you, you cunt, you old fucking suant cunt. I'm surprised your partner, whoever he is, could stick his dick in you. <laughs> but then Might again, I'm not overly surprised. I'm not overly surprised. There's men that will stick their dick in anything. I've got lots of proof of men sticking their dick in she, anything. She may have also been artificially inseminated. That's uh, very uh, popular these days. That's very popular, yes. Not very successful, though, which is what, unfortunately, a lot of these women are finding out. Yeah. Is it's not overly successful. Oh, I saved my eggs when I was in my 20s. I'll be fine. They get into the mid to late 30s and, oh, the first batch of eggs didn't work. Second batch of eggs didn't work. Oh, I'm on my last batch of eggs. Let's pray. Oh, one of them worked. Oh, I've got a fucking degenerate baby who is fucked up with all of these degenerate. Oh, we'll take them anyway. <laughs> and there's more stories like that than you would believe. Like, the like, next one I have here is just one of those uh, senators. I guess the... it's Georgia's Senator Warnock. Prove oh, the saying. Fucking that cunt. 
Yeah. You he, you he don't decides- keep, you obviously don't keep up with politics because you don't recognize the names. I recognize Senator Warnock. I recognize the name. I don't do great with names. I, mm. I recognize his face. I didn't recognize him either or recognize names for the longest time either, but because I've been listening to No Agenda for so long, because mm. I don't see the visuals, I have to learn the names. And they they pop off this name a lot. Notice how everyone in there has a mask on. What's that? Except him. Have Notice a- how everyone in oh, there yeah. has a mask on except him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the way it works, man. Yeah. All, all the plebes must wear masks. I'm not. It's like watching fucking True Idiot when he walks into a room has a mask, takes it off, and everybody else has got their masks on because, you know, they're safe. Masks for thee, but not for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. His guy greeting him doesn't have a mask. Uh, isn't that his press team? Probably. I don't know. This guy greeting him. I don't give a shit who the fuck it is. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. guy greeting him. It's his little white boy. It's his little <laughs> white boy. Can't call him Toby because that was a black guy's name. What the fuck do we call the white boy? I don't know. Uh, we'll call him. What me. was the name of the kid who is so famous for saying, please, sir, can I have some more? Um, fuck, I don't remember. Tim? I don't know. Tiny Tim. There we go. Tiny, we'll go Tim. Tiny Tim. No, that wasn't Tiny Tim. That wasn't Tiny Tim. No. Hang on. We're going we we to this Tiny up. Tim. All right, we'll find out who it is. Please, sir, can I have some more? All of us know that line, but I can't remember what movie it's from anymore. Fresh up on you, blah, 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 blah. Please, sir, can I have some more? Come on. Oliver Twist. It was Oliver. It was Oliver Twist. The story of an orphan. Oliver Twist. There you go. Well, Well, it's an Oliver Twist story. It's the story of an orphan. They didn't give him a name. He was a story of an orphan whose mother dies during his birth. He was sold to an undertaker. Let's, we got to read this. I got to bring this up and read this because this is just entertaining. Please, sir, can I have some more? The famous line in the Oliver Twist story, the story of an orphan whose mother dies during his birth, sold to an undertaker. He is treated badly, beaten regularly, and poorly fed. The similarities are there, but Casey's mother is still alive. Oh, no, never mind. We just went into something else on the on the, on the the side. Did it go into something else? It did. It went into something else. It was abuse and neglected disabled adults. That's not what I wanted, fucking, fucking search engine. <laughs> I wanted, I but wanted, it's it's bringing up things yeah. written by people for people now. Yes, I know. <laughs> Look at that. He gives him a hug and a kiss. All right. Yep. Good black boy. Give the white boy a kiss. All right. Ghosts. Oh, this one here is one for me. Okay. Yeah, go, I'm wondering about this. Ghosts suffering from sexism get a serenade. I'm wondering about this. Like, my cat's name is Ghost, so is it a bunch of cats? No, no, it's about ghosts, real ghosts, okay? Demi Lovato, I'm not sure who she is, but she's some singer that was abused by Disney as when I strolled down. Well, there she is, Demi Lovato. Um, She's pretty. Yeah, well, she she was one of those child stars abused by Disney. And when they fucking, uh, (laughs) I like that, flooded again. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, she suddenly she suddenly got to do something to try to reclaim her humanity. I find you find that a lot amongst Disney child stars. She was the Disney child star, and you find that a lot amongst Disney child stars. If you start looking at Disney child stars the last twenty five years, mm-hmm. you find a lot of them when they hit their twenties. They're trying to find ways to redeem themselves for some reason, mm-hmm. and it's mostly. Nope, this looks like bullshit from this angle. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> I want to print that out and just put it up on the door. All right, let me save that. Save that. In- oh, we got to save that image here. We'll save that image. Fuck <laughs> everyone that can see it on the fucking screen. That's Go- a perfect it- one. Cat bullshit. That's what it saved us. Cat bullshit. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. So let's go back up to this. Because we need to hear a little bit of this. Okay. Do so, not want to say anything so else. Be- this is Demi Lovato. She's going to sing the ghost to help them overcome their trauma that's caused by sexism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the boys were in here. I get that a lot. Um, okay. She has trauma. She does? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you and know? And that's why she doesn't like men. Okay, okay. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. <laughs> I sing you a song. He sounds good. Can my gay. friends come back in the room? There you go. Cool. There you go. Cool. cool. Well, I always sing Skyscraper when I feel sure. like singing something emotional for people. Do you have to make me feel like from the ground like a skyscraper? Standing ovation. I think that's okay for us to come in. Yes, that's so cool. That's the coolest. There you go. That's that's enough of that crap. What the fuck did you just make me watch? I just made you watch one of the biggest pieces of bullshit on Twitter. Eh. (laughs) Because people need to be validated. Okay. Everyone wants to be validated without fail. Everyone wants to be validated in some way. They need to be validated by their partner, their friends, something else. Or, you know, they just need to be validated like this. My generation had Wonder Woman. Your generation has. Wonder if it's a woman. I do miss Wonder Woman. She was freaking cool. Fucking she was the most. And that's Linda Carter. Linda Carter was the epitome of Wonder Women. She was feminine, yet brutal at the same fucking time. And she was so fucking hot. I had I had posters of her on my wall as a teenager. I think that's all I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No more detail. I'm good. That's about all the detail I'm going to give anyway. Hey, what is Shark Week is now racist about? Uh, oh, this oh this is it parody or not? This is a whole new section in our <laughs> in our show notes and I'm bringing things in here that 
Are they parody? Or are they not? Is it that you can't tell or you want to see if I can I tell? I want to see if people can tell if this is parody <laughs> or not. Because it's hard. It's it's hard to tell these it, days. It's really hard. It's like the bee. The bee has a hard time competing with not the bee. It really does. It's like our our world has gotten to the point where it's really hard to tell if it's parody anymore. So yep. I've created a new section. All right, here you go. Shark Week. Shark Week has too many white men and is prone to fear mongering, a study says. Now, is oh that? Oh my God, a, that's an actual article. It's on CBC. It is an actual article. <laughs> it's on CBC. Oh my God. <laughs> this is where actual people believe that Shark Week is too racist. <laughs> Because it has, special. It, it has too many white men in it. And, you know, it's prone to fear-mongering. Not like the CBC does any fear-mongering itself. But Shark Week, absolutely fear-mongering. Wow. It's a really good article. It's rather entertaining to read. As they go, a disproportionate number Mikes? of white mics. There's too what, many, is all, are all white guys called Mike now? Yes, there's too many white males named Mike. In this, in all the series, there's too many white males. And that's in this article. There's too many white males they wow. like. And it's all because of this woman here who feels that more women should be included. And it's Lisa. And I love this irony here. It's Lisa Whitenack. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if she just doesn't like the name Mike. Oh, maybe she doesn't like. Wait, maybe she doesn't like her last name either. I don't know. It's got too much fear mongering, mongering language. It is and and according to them, there's only one point, one kind of shark. But when they go and correct themselves in here, the great white only appears in eighteen point four percent of all episodes. It's like, wait a minute, there's too many of them, but only eighteen percent of the episodes have great whites. Hmm. That doesn't sound like the majority to me. No. So it's like, it's like, I love this thing. It's, it's kind of like women telling on themselves, you know, it's like there's, they, they got all this bullshit. And then in the article, they disprove their own bullshit. It's like, all right, you guys have no clue on what you're doing here. It's all good. Here's a question. Mm -hmm. Are, are, do sharks come in different colors? Like, they do. They come in different colors, different types. I, I've caught in probably in my life, I've caught in about 12 or 12 or more different types of sharks in my life. You know, there's they do come in different colors. They come in different colors, different shades. Like of, jellyfish? Well, not quite like jellyfish. They're different shades of gray. Okay. You know, they're, they're really not varied from like, they're not like fish that have multicolored scales. They come in a, they come in a shade of gray. Is been is basically what it happens. I don't think I've ever even actually seen a shark. I've caught in lots of sharks in my life, and shark is actually really tasty. Yeah, shark is very good tasty. I've caught Does lots. Does it compare with squid? Oh, it's better than squid. Okay. Yeah, it's way better than squid. It provided you cook it right. 
your grandpa, your grandpa taught me how to cook shark right the first time I caught shark. I, the first we'll time have I caught a shark, then because I, I've never even seen one in real life. Yeah, the first time I caught a shark, I think it was about eleven years old. I brought it home. I cleaned it and brought it home because I was taught to clean my fish and bring them home. And your grandpa looked at it and said, oh, "It's a fucking, it's a fucking mud shark." And he kind of looked at me like. Why'd you bring this home? It's like, all right, well, it's home. We got to cook it. So he showed me how to cut it up and turn it into edible pits and pieces. Cool. Yeah, you know, but your your grandpa was really good when I brought random shit home that he really didn't approve of. He still showed me how to cook it and eat it. <laughs> because I was really good about bringing home most of the shit I caught or killed. Well, that's good. For a very long time. Hello. I said that's awesome. Hello. Hello. Uh, you lost me entirely? Hello. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, for some reason, you cut out entirely. Let's hear what you have. Well, I'm still here. Can you hear me yet? I can barely hear you for some reason. I haven't touched anything, so I, I don't know what's going on. Keep talking. All right. There I was go. just, oh, now what you're I back. Was saying, huh? Now you're back. It's all good. Okay. I, I have it no was. idea what the fuck happened. All of a sudden, the plug didn't work. I pulled the plug out and plugged it in a couple times, and all of a sudden, you were back. I was just saying those are good habits to have, and that's pretty cool that he taught you that stuff. Yeah, your your grandpa taught me a lot about the food that I used to catch. I used to catch a lot of food when I was in my, you know, ten to fifteen, ten to ten to thirteen years old. I captured and killed a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever even caught a fish, so. <laughs> No, you weren't as fortunate as your brothers. I actually got your brothers to catch fish, and I showed them how to clean fish. Yeah, I still don't know what to do if I catch a fish. Well, we need to go fishing when I'm up there, and uh, then I need to make you. Then I need to. We need to catch more than one, so I can clean one, show you how it's done, and make you how to make you clean your own. I'm good at bringing fish home from the market and those fixing are, it up. Those are already cleaned. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the lazy way to do it. The only way I know how. Yeah, well. All right, here you go. <laughs> this is something that begs the question, since we're in parody or not. And I only have two things here. This is not satire. People who skip their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of tra traffic accidents, according to a new study. Is there further explanation on this? Yes, yes, there is. It's in the actual article itself because I had to go look up the article. Wow. Because <laughs> I wanted to make sure this is a real article. <laughs> wow. It's like, they go, if you pass on kidding the COVID vaccine, you might be a lot more likely to get in a car crash. At least those are the findings of a new study published in the American Journal of American Medi or Medicine. During the summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government, which makes me really fucking weir uh, weirded out today, examined the encrypted government held records of more than 11 million adults. 16% of who haven't received the COVID vaccine. They found that unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic accident. Now they go on further here and to go on and say, well, it's not so much they were in accidents, but what they think happens is those that won't get the vaccine are probably more likely to ignore traffic rules and be a little bit more crazy and rule breakers themselves. Which, okay, it might have a little bit of validity, 
but I don't think it has that much validity. Do you think these people who are writing these articles actually believe it, or do you think that they are writing these articles ironically at this point? Well, they're writing them ironically because they need to get paid, (laughs) and they need to present a narrative that shows that vaccines are good. Yeah, because that whole article, the way it's laid out and everything, just Mm -hmm. sounds like a giant joke to the writer here. Yes, I know. (laughs) I realized that by looking at it. That's why I say, is this parody or not? It might be parody, but it might be parody disguised as reality. Yeah, I mean, the way he, even the way he starts it open, this could happen. At least that's what this study says. Yeah, it's like, yeah okay. You yeah. aren't taking this seriously yeah, at all. They're, they're trying to cover there. their ass. Yeah. And somehow we've managed to kill an hour and a half, and we only covered one and a half, one, one and a quarter sections. We've got so much shit to cover right now. We are so oh, yeah. far behind. I'm going to have to do an extra show this next week. Yep. All right. Well, this one should go pretty quick because this is just funny because fucked up but funny Darwin Awards Clown World must watch. All right. Ghosting is the new way. And we're breaking people's... The problem is we keep going into awful fucking tangents too. That's what fucking takes up so much time. Yeah, but the tangents are what really make our show cool. I know. That's what's funny. All right. Here's one. This person wants to force us to use ghost, ghost self pronouns because gender feels like a ghost. Since you want an explanation that you're not going to listen to anyway, I'm going to explain this to you very clearly. People who use ghost ghost self pronouns do not actually think that they're a ghost since somebody told you that apparently. Um, they just feel that ghost go self is a perfect way to describe how they feel about their gender pronoun wise. And it literally works the same way as if you would use somebody's name instead of a pronoun. It works the same way as talking about somebody in the third person. Literally, if I were to say Salem's (laughs) favorite game is a PlayStation 2 game, and it makes Salem very happy that it still works, but then you replace it with a neo pronoun, so it will be Ghost's favorite game is a PlayStation 2 game, and it makes Ghost very happy because it still works. Like it's the same thing in a different font. I can't go any further. I just want to bang my head against the wall. You know, because my cat's name is Ghost, I just every time I see Ghost anywhere, I'm thinking of my cat as he mews. Well, I know. That's because your cat's got a cool name. <laughs> he does have a cool name. All right. That's enough of the ghost. Meow. Nature survival of the... Oh, do we have a meow one? Have a meow? No, I just meowed because the kitten. kitten. All right. Nature survival... Oh, that one's gone. Never mind. (laughs) Guess Trump is running to gain survival. Oh, this is something that we should have brought like three weeks ago. This is ignore this shit, folks. We already know that Trump is running for yeah president. So this was something that was supposed to be brought a while ago. It just yeah, got, like like we said, we're a bit behind. We're we're way behind on some of this shit. For those of you that show, you know what? Somehow between the time we started this show and now, we have thirty one followers. <laughs> so somebody came in and followed us. Awesome. I, I must have picked up a follower from my donation to Redonculus cool all right 
Here we go. Um, the freaks of old are normal now. I hope oh, you brought this one last week. Did I? Oh, yes, I did. I brought this yep. last time. Oh, yes, because, you know, this once upon a time was what was known as the fattest man in the world. In 18, and he's in not anymore. In 1890, people paid money at a circus to see this dude as the fattest man in the world. And what's funny is by North American standards, this dude is fucking skinny. I wouldn't say he's skinny. Oh, yeah. But he's definitely not. Oh, fuck you. The fattest. No, he's fucking skinny. Let, let, let's bring up. I, we're going to bring up some pictures. Are you going to bring up Walmart? Oh, that's even better. People of Walmart. <laughs> you may as well bring up people of Walmart, man. We're there. Yeah, well, let's go <laughs> fucking. We need images. Let's uh, fucking not waste time. We need a particular sound for when we go off onto a tangent. Uh Oh my god. <laughs> These are people of Walmart image. There you go. There you go, folks. That is fatter than that dude. Oh my gosh. Here's the no, better one. No, I think they're one. by the same size. That's fatter. Yeah, there's the better one. Why? Here's one. Here's one. And it's still walking. I don't know how that's fucking walking. Or here's I have even, some muscle there somewhere. Here's an even better one. There's one. I don't know how they tuck that shit in there. Uh, the pe oh god, this one here. <laughs> what? What? Uh, is is that supposed to be like a, a skirt? I have no fucking idea. I don't know. It, oh, here's one great for you. Mmm, smell it. Okay. <laughs> wow. People of Walmart is so special. <laughs> their head is on backwards. No, their ass is on backwards. No, it looks like they have boobs on their back. Yes. Their they, head is on backwards. Their ass is on backwards, yes. <laughs> let's see. Let's, let's let's make that even better then. Let's go let's go with let's go with asses on backwards. This uh, this will give us some great inches. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to see your search results, man. <laughs> and we go to images. Oh come on, come on. <laughs> let's go to images. Uh, there you go. No, no, no. We want some real. Okay, some of those are really nice asses. No, no, no. We want the really bad ones. There's some. There's some. I gotta start. put Walmart first. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes. We gotta put Walmart in there. Like all of them are connected to Walmart one way or another. Yes, I know. The fuck are you doing to me, Matt? Come on, get back up in there in the search box. But wants to play. No, it wants to not let me do this. There you go. There's one. Asses on backwards. <laughs> And it's Whoa. upside down. Whoa. Asses on backwards and upside down. Here's one for you. Asses on backwards. Huh. Oh, this one's disgusting. <laughs> what? I am so confused by that picture. <laughs> oh, it gets worse than that. I've got to start saving them when they show up in Ooh, my feed. Oh, she's pretty. There's some pretty ones on there. We'll ignore the pretty ones because we're not making fun of the pretty. The pretty are no, not to be made fun pretty. of. Uh huh. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to start saving the ones because. And no, I don't think he's like skinny. I think he's just average. He's average in today's society. And I've actually yeah. known a few people like him that are. He's actually. 
by today's standards, he's not actually over, overly fat. He's a little on the heavy side. He could be brought back to normal. Yeah. Normal body weight within three months. Yep. I mean, look at his face. You know, you can tell he's barrel chested and yeah. has some muscle hanging out he's, there. He's so. got muscle and he's barrel chested. He could be brought back, but he was the, he was what was considered the world's, he was, he was the world's fattest guy back in the 1800s, 1890. Because of course, back then it was rare to see a heavy fat person. Yeah. Mainly because people had to work for a living. Their diet wasn't as full, full of massive amounts of fat and crap as it is now. People didn't get three square meals a day and have a food chart on what meat, yeah. on, on what to give yeah. their body health with. Mm -hmm. Nate, kind of like I do, which is why yeah. I stay so healthy. At any rate, but yeah, um, I'm going to make an effort because these super fat people with their asses on backwards often show up in my Twitter feed because <laughs> I follow some really bizarre people. Yeah, you do. And I'm going to start saving those for, for everyone. So we got to bring that to the show because it's just I fun. think you've uh, brought the other the, the other ones that you have in this list. I think you brought them already to last week. Well, let's check. Let's, if, if I have, we'll skip through them. Oh, yeah, Bird Ball. We've done that one. Northern, I, don't re I didn't remember that, so I didn't delete them last time. So it's really hard. There's so much shit. Oh, yeah, how the Swiss do do laundry. I need <laughs> a woman like this. God, I need a woman like this. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, they are very few and far fucking between. I've only known like four of them in my life, and three of them mm -hmm. I kicked to the curb mistakenly. You know, I could have had the most magnificent women in my life, you know. You could have, but... Yeah. But then I wouldn't have the kids I have in my life because I chose other women. So I'm 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 good with the choices I made. I'm just sad at the choices I didn't make. Yeah, we brought this one too. Okay. Clown world status. Because I keep adding shit, so it's hard to know if I've added new shit or not. Oh, that one's gone, so okay. I don't know why Clown World keeps destroying their shit. Maybe it's the actual tw people who post the tweet that they're retweeting. Oh, we've seen that one too. Yeah, okay. Gonna go boom. Let's see. Nada. The fuck did Clown World uh, limit their tweets? I'm not limited from Clown World. I follow them. Fuck them. That's something really weird. Twitter has some weird shit while some good shit is going on. Same time. Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen this one. All right. These are two boys getting Being ready boys? to square off for a fight. Okay. Watch these two boys square off for a fight. Awesome teenage boys. Get <laughs> Are you? Are we only need a sound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Timing. <laughs> that was that was perfect boyish behavior. That was absolute boys at oh, yeah. their fucking finest. You ready? Ready? Yeah, go. Puh. 
oh fuck we knocked <laughs> each other on the underground yep gotta love boys man boys and men <laughs> boys and young men older men eh, not so much we're fucking more uh cunning and uh less prone to this stupidity because we're, yeah. no, we're no longer dick thinking <clears throat> so i have one here under <laughs> things to bring from amber mm-hmm. florida man sexually abused dog wreaked havoc at nearby church and attempted to steal a car in a wild action-packed outing oh i've heard about this <laughs> yeah he uh he was busy that day yeah obviously <laughs> he was very busy do we have yep. video i don't remember because oh, all we have is a photo. He looks of... like someone who'd be interested in dogs. Yeah, well, it's hard to say. You know, he's a degenerate. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. No, we yeah. have we have no video. We just have a we have a story about a guy who fucked a dog, knocked over several <laughs> items at a church, caused hundreds of dollars in damage, and destroyed a neighborhood mailbox. Attempted to steal a getaway car before he was apprehended and taken to jail. <laughs> Good on him. And just, what's worse just, is he looks like he's Russian. It's just everything he decided to do. It's like, one, why fuck a dog? Mm-hmm. Two, why go destroy things at a church? Well, like, why fuck a dog or why let a dog fuck you? I haven't brought the stories of all the women that have been fucking dogs lately. <laughs> I've had a lot of them cross my path in the last couple of weeks. It's like, yeah, we don't need to know about the women fucking dogs. So I guess men fuck dogs, women let dogs fuck them. I guess so. So the next one I have here is a fantastic thread that starts with the question, what was the silliest, least scientific pandemic policy? Barren couple arrested for allegedly cutting baby out of kidnapped pregnant woman and dumping her corpse on a Mexican ranch. Oh, yeah. There's that one too. That was your next uh, article. This, you, you, that was your next article on this list. Yeah. After I, the dog for fucking. For some reason, man. my eyes just skipped right over that. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I forgot about this. This is something I brought because it's just it's really fucked it's, up, and I really seriously don't think that this is going to be anything that goes away anytime soon. Um, apparently, this couple kept trying to have a baby, couldn't have a baby, hmm. and decided to take. A baby cut it out of a Mexican woman's stomach and they dumped the Mexican woman onto, or the, sorry, cut the baby out of a woman's stomach and dumped the woman's body onto a Mexican farm. That's what happened. This is what degeneracy brings in the world today. Yeah, they decide since they couldn't have a baby, they would go take a baby. Now, I've been, I've been bringing random stories for a while about people who couldn't have children trying to offer to buy other people's children at stores, trying to steal children. Like now it's getting to this point where I mentioned that people are going to start killing each other to take the babies because we, people are going barren, especially since the vax came out. Well, the vax, the vax is going to create lots of problems because it has made many, many women barren and even men are going to be producing non-viable sperm, which is why there is stuff popping up about unvaccinated sperm wanted here. Unvaccinated sperm deposit here. We'll pay you big bucks for it. There's actually stuff popping up about that now. Yeah, well, I mean, people have a biological need. Actually, that might be something useful for my boys because they might be able to donate their sperm and make big dollars. 
I've always wondered about that. Do men feel as no, connected to their ability to make babies as women? No, they're not connected to their sperm at all. No? No. There, there's no connection to our sperm. Once we ejaculate it out the end of our dick, they're like, yeah, wash it, wash down the drain. It's all good. We don't, we don't care about our sperm for the most part. What we so, care about is when someone takes our sperm and then comes after us for fucking child support. That's when we care. Okay, it's like, so, no, we gave you the sperm with the agreement that we would have no responsibility for any children produced from this sperm. So fuck off and die. Okay, so. And of course, the wonderful thing about you men, have- you got to remember this thing about men, okay? Women are born with every single egg they will ever have. Yeah. Okay. Men produce brand new sperm every 72 hours or so. Mm-hmm. And they produce sperm in an enormous quantity and they continue to produce it until the day they die. So men continuously produce new sperm until the day they die. So their sperm never gets old. Yeah, but knowing that you may have biological children out there that you will never well, get to meet, that, that, that they, is they, heart-wrenching to, to guys They general? may or may not have a connection to that aspect of it. Well, that would be a connection to your sperm. Like, well, don't, no, like, that's not a connection sperm to the sperm. That's a connection sex. to the result of the sperm creating children, not a connection to the sperm. Most women I've spoken to are very titchy about the idea of selling her eggs because the idea yes. that well, each egg is a child that they could have had themselves, well, now those that's children because, belong to someone else. That's because women have a limited supply of eggs. Okay, you can do the math. You can actually do the math on how many eggs an average woman will have. Okay, let's do the math I right now. I have no now. idea. We're going to do the math right now, okay? Just because... Most women start going into menopause about 45. Hang on. I, no. Okay, most women, yeah, they start going into menopause about 45, but they start their periods about, let's say, 13. About 13, yeah. 13 to 45. So 45 minus 13. 45 minus 13 is 32. Okay, that's 30. <laughs> that's 32 years. Okay. I'm surprised it's not 33, actually. <laughs> well, we should have went 46. Okay, 32 years divided by 12 is... Wouldn't it be... Times 12? You're right. Times 12. 32 times 12 is 384. So on average, we're going we're gonna to pick this as average. On average, your average woman has 384 eggs. Okay. Okay. Now, of those eggs, only... Okay, this is going to be horrible, but it's true. Only the eggs from 15 to about 25. No, we're going to 28. 28 is a good age. Women having babies at 28 is good. 15 to 28 are the most viable eggs. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are most successful to produce, (coughs) to produce children. That's so that's 13 eggs. There you go. There's a magic number for you. <laughs> 13 eggs. So what you're saying is that women are more 13 years. I'm sorry. That's 13 years. Times so what, 
12. Times 12 chances is 156 eggs. So what you're saying is that women are more attached to their eggs than men are to their sperm because we have such a limited supply, which is why it's easier for yes. men to sell their sperm than it is for women to yes. sell their eggs. Because you got to remember, in every milliliter of sperm, there are hundreds Hundred? of thousands of sperm. In every milliliter of sperm that a man produces. There's hundreds of thousands. If you want some really good entertainment on how much sperm is produced per milliliter, I can't remember the episode in Bones, but there's an episode in Bones where, where, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. The, the primary male character. I can't remember his name either. He's going to donate his sperm to Bone so she can get pregnant. So he goes into the fertility clinic, jerks off so they can get a sample of his sperm. And it comes back that he has an extreme amount of sperm per milliliter and an extremely high motility rate, which means <laughs> his sperm are more likely to impregnate her than, any, than most other sperm. Ah. It is it, it, there is that aspect in men? Okay. Not every man produces the same amount of sperm per milliliter of semen. I should get the terms right because it's per milliliter of semen, and not every male produces the same amount of sperm per milliliter of sperm or semen, and not every male has high motility rates of their sperm. So, but the thing is, is most men, they produce a, a shitload, especially between 15 and 35 men produce so much of this shit. They just like, yeah, fuck. So you know. guys don't really think of every single sperm as the end result of no. it possibly being a child. You no. just think of it as spunk. They speak of it as spunk because there's so okay. much sperm in every ejaculation that they do. It's like it's like the saying goes, if they thought about it as, you know, killing children, every every male that masturbated, he killed the possibility of hundred thousand children. Okay, so that that kind of makes sense to me because yeah. every woman I've spoken to, like every every time uh we, every time we have a monthly, we're thinking of it as, well, that could have been a child. We don't think of our eggs as just eggs. We think of them as the end product of a child. Well, that's because you only so, have one at a time. We have tens of thousands at a time. Sometimes we have two at a time. <laughs> yeah, but you don't actually know that when you're having a period. You do know if you have what's called middle schmitz. Okay. Which is you can feel the egg traveling through the fallopian tube. Okay, it well, sucks. Whatever, it whatever, whatever works there. I said you you could have doubles, but men, it's like tens of thousands. Yeah. Every ejaculation is the possibility of tens of thousands. You know, we've been talking about sperm for like five minutes. We should move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes for very good entertainment stuff for whoever might be tuning into the show at this particular point in time. All right, well, let's let's go to McIntyre the Twitter. Review. No, no, you skipped one. I want you to go to the. Oh, to the we need the thread. silliest, least scientific pandemic policy. All right. Yeah, it's it's entertaining. I have no idea what's there now because I think I put this on here like two weeks ago. But yeah, well, we've got so much shit that here that is two weeks old or more. Mm-hmm. 
like never ending for us. I swear to God, we're going to have to do two shows a week of this shit. What is the silliest, least scientific pandemic policy? The masks. I really enjoyed reading through this. All right. All right. Let's see what we got. Some men like Pete Panda, Peranda, stand taller than others. I was freaking out. Yeah, you'll have to read it because I can't actually read anything on your screen. Some men like Pete Peranda stand taller than others that the offspring, you've got to keep them separated. Tim yeah, I have no idea what that's about. I don't think that, that has to do with the that, actual threat. That's Tim Pool, man. He's fucking the pool boy is useless nowadays. I used to, for a brief time, I hated the pool boy. Then I liked the pool boy. And then he went not quite woke, but on the edge of woke so he could continue to appease everyone and make his money. Yeah. He's, he's a fucking useless tool now. Shutting down schools. We knew early on that children were at almost no risk from COVID. Yes, that's true. Well, these are just all the fucking bullshit shit that was promoted. Yeah, the the, the silliest, least scientific. Oh, thing the California cities using taxpayer dollars for bulldozers to dump sand in skate parks so people couldn't skate. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I found that one quite fucking amusing. <laughs> It's downright stupid. Oh, yeah. The triple bath. Stay away from the beach and liquor stores are essential. Yeah. Yeah. That one there. Oh, did I, tell, I must have told you at one point about my about my getting thrown out of a liquor store during the pandemic. What? <clears throat> well, near my chiropractor. Well, you know the chiropractor. Yeah. Right next door to him, there's a liquor store. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, one day I got there early and I needed to get myself some beer. So I thought, well, I'll go into this liquor store and get some beer. So I threw on my, and this was during the scamdemic. Mm -hmm. I threw on my fake mask, which I'd been using, which was my bandana. bandana. My bandana. I'd been using, I used my bandana throughout the entire scamdemic as my mask. Me too. And nobody said one word, which proved to me how useless hospitals. hospitals. I only went to the hospital once to deal with something I had to deal with. Those are the only people that actually insisted on a pointless mask. Yeah. Everywhere else, they accepted my bandana as a mask, which mm -hmm. showed me how useless this fucking mask was because a bandana is only good for one thing. And that is if you're a cowboy pushing cattle and you hit a dust storm, you put the bandana up to cut down on the amount of dust you're going to eat. That's yep. all. That's what the bandana does. It cuts down on the amount of dust you're going to eat in a dust storm. Anyway, I went into the liquor store. They accepted my bandana, but I didn't take the time to squirt my hands with their fucking um, juice or sauce or yeah. Whatever the fuck that shit is called. The um, hand sanitizer? Hand sanitizer crap. And I walked back and I started looking for and I opened cabinets and I was looking through the beers. And then these two fucking and they were actual Karen's. I'd oh, never wow. encountered Karen's before. This was my first encounter of Karen. They started screaming at me. Use the hand sanitizer. And I'm like, huh? And I pretended not to hear it. Well, I couldn't hear them initially because I had headphones in and I was listening to a podcast. I looked mm -hmm. at him like, what the fuck? 
and they're screaming at me. And I finally took the headphones out, and they're like, "Use the headset." I was like, "Yeah, whatever." And I put, and I started reaching for the beer, and I started grabbing the beer. I said, "Use the headset." And I looked down. I was like, "All right, fuck you." I walked back over to hand tanner, and I slammed it into my fucking hand. Mm-hmm. I slapped because they just pissed me off. I shouldn't have handled it that way. I should have handled it more calmly. But they pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, but they were yelling at you, and they hit that. They, they hit, hit the note. They hit the note and it pissed me. So I slammed it in my hands and I squirted hand sanitizer all over them. And then I took the hand sanitizer, the big glob in my hand, and I skirted it all over the fucking place. <laughs> and they were freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And it's like I went back to my bed and they're still gonna freaking out. And so I finally went, ah, fuck it. And I took my mask off and I walked out. And they were screaming, get the fuck out of here. Not exactly those words, but they were screaming, leave, leave. It's like, ah, fuck you. And I left. So basically, I, yeah. was, I was thrown out because of that. <laughs> right in the middle of the scandemic. And well, so, you did throw a bit of a fit. Well, uh, they were throwing a They were throwing one. a bigger <laughs> fit. And because I lost control, I was really sad that I lost control because I could have handled it better. I could have done a much better job of handling it. I wish I had. But sometimes when people push me wrong, I just fucking lose it on them and make it worse. Yeah, I I actually encountered quite a few people who were bitching at me about going the wrong way down the aisle and stuff. Oh. All I did was smile really big and give them a thumbs up and kept going my way. Yeah, I, I never... They ra- didn't know how to respond to me when I did that. Yeah, I never encountered the people because I, I, I actually purposely went down the aisle the wrong way anytime I was in a store. I just straight up ignored it. But why bother paying attention to it now? Well, it's- I don't pay attention. They're, they're actually still on the floor in many stores. They are, but nobody pays attention now. Everybody's like, eh. Yeah, I know, I'm tired but of it's it. still. Well, I find it funny that it's still on the floor in many stores. Yep. Especially in the dollar store. Hmm. I yeah, think I they just, actually renew it in the dollar store. I just ignore it. But yeah, it's like, it's really quite entertaining. But yeah, that was my story about being tossed out of a liquor store. So yeah. My goodness, people are crazy. All right, let's see your next one. McIntyre, the Twitter files reveal the left will win at any cost. What the fuck do I have here? Okay, so this is what I was talking about before, where Elon has actually followed through on his promise of transparency. And he's bringing up, you know, all this stuff we already knew. But he's actually bringing forward the proof of it about how the left was actually doing favors to squash legitimate news stories, squash people, all that stuff. And because he's throwing it out there, now now the people who were running Twitter before are in a bit of hot water. Well, yeah, there's actually lawsuits being formed against some of them. Yep. I just thought this was awesome. I don't know why it's not loading properly. Uh, because it doesn't like me. Um, yeah, this is interesting stuff here. Um, the Twitter files I've been sort of following. And it's not, nothing overly surprising. But um, for those of you that don't know, Elon is doing this... <laughs> to drag attention to Twitter Mm -hmm. because he wants people on Twitter. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm truly enjoying Twitter right now because it's kind of like the days before they started censoring shit. Yeah. Not entirely, not a hundred percent. It's pretty close, but the reason he's doing this and I'm going to, I'm going to back up the no agenda shows theory on this. He's going, he's doing this because he wants Twitter to be the WeChat of, of the rest of the world. 
Makes sense. If he can get it there, he'll he'll make loads of money. Well, that's the whole point. It's like people are like, oh, nobody's advertising on Twitter. Elon, you're losing money. Elon doesn't give two fucks about the advertisers. That's not where no, his money's at. No, they're not at. actually how you get money. They're how you lose money. That's not where his money's at. His that's money it. is what he released this week. Oh, get your $8 verification thing. Once you get your verification thing, oh, wait, you want to pay for something. Hey, you can verify this and you can use your Twitter account to pay for it. You can do this with your Twitter account. You can do this with your Twitter. Elon wants the Twitter to be the central pay app for everybody. Now, that's brilliant. Yeah, and he's going to get it. He's going to get it because people are going to flock to it. And that is the no agenda thought on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Elon's doing it right. He he's gonna do he's gonna do really well. Elon is uh, very interested. It's very interesting what he's doing here. I'm I'm enjoying Twitter right now because all of the people that I used to follow that were banned from Twitter that they're I they're all quit, back. They're all back. Every one of them is back. All of them are back. There's some people that I haven't seen in five years <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, not it's not just them that are back. All the stuff they had there before is back too. Well, their entire account previous, which tells me that they didn't delete them from Twitter. They just shut down their blocked account. Them. They just blocked them. It's kind of like me and a hosting client who I just shut down their account. And they go, you know what? I'd like my website back. And it's like, all right, pay me your money. I'll reinstate your website. <laughs> same thing the data never goes away and this is the thing people think oh your data goes no your data never goes away once it's on the internet it's never gone it's never ever fucking gone it's there which is something a lot of lefties seem to have forgotten they they never learned it to begin with they didn't just uh, forget it they never learned that that's once it's, why they're so clueless that's why they're clues they never learned that your data whatever you put on the internet is there forever forever and you think oh it's deleted no, no no somebody saved it somewhere it's still there i have a great way to explain it hmm. you know the old detective trick of picking up a pad of paper and hmm. running a pencil over it lately to read what was last written on there yep you can actually read that, two or, you can read two or three pages into that yeah that's essentially what it is you can delete it but there's always that impression left so you can yeah. always get it back you can take that top page and crumble it up and burn it but that second third and fourth page still have an imprint of what you said exactly yeah oh yeah people they don't realize it. that's why i've educated it's like what you put on the internet is forever it's forever you have to very carefully curate and which is what i've done through most of my life is i've carefully curated what I put on the internet. All right. Kudos to this 14-year-old. She spoke yeah. up about a boy being allowed in the girls' locker room. Well, good for her. Boys don't belong yeah. in the locker room. So this girl, she's 14 years old. First, she spoke up to her school about the school allowing a boy into the girls' locker room. I mentioned her before. And in response, these co-principals of Orange Southwest School District decided that she needs to go to equity training. <laughs> well, her response to that, with her dad's support, was to sue them. Good for Fucking her a. dad for standing up behind her and oh, showing yeah. her 
what it means to defend yourself. Yep. So they tried to send her to equity training because she didn't like having a boy in the girls' locker room. So she's now suing them, which I think is fantastic. I hope to hell she wins. Me too. I haven't heard anything about it since then. I think it's still like in court, but from what I understand, they were doing they were having a talk about not having the suing go through, but instead coming to an agreement. So who knows? Well, come to an agreement and pay her shitloads of money. Next thing I have is uh Area fifty one. So and, and Area Fifty One doesn't exist, man. It's just not there. It's not real. Well, in an attempt to prove that it doesn't exist, the FBI raided and arrested a fellow who runs a website all about Area Fifty One. Yes, I know. <laughs> I I love how. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where what was what was the most recent thing I remember <laughs> on the internet um, that somebody said something about, and all of a sudden they crushed you because you were talking about this? It's like, oh, that's how you prove it doesn't exist by. By preventing people from talking about it, yes. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for these guys because well, I do feel they, bad for them. They they arrested the guy, but they also arrested his girlfriend or wife. I'm not sure which, and they were both like naked. Mm, well, it sucks if you're naked. Well, she was wearing a bra and panties. He was wearing just I think it was pants or boxers. Oh, oh dude was in sweats and a t-shirt. That's not naked. They're oh, bra and panties. That's dude, not that's naked. naked. That's not naked. Naked is naked. Bra, well bra, bra and panties is not naked. Bra and panties is... In sub-zero temperatures? Come on. Oh, well, in sub-zero temperatures, maybe naked, yeah. Yeah, not even shoes. In sub-freezing temperatures. Holmes like, in Clark and Lincoln cool. counties investigates the man who operates a website about top-secret military base known as Area 51. The Air Force yep. of Special Investigations entered homes owned by blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah on November 3rd and sees potential evidence for an undisclosed joint agency probe. Oh, so what you're telling me is they took evidence proving Area 51 <laughs> exists to prevent them from talking about Area 151 saying it doesn't exist. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you know, Area 51 doesn't exist. Yeah. They're proving it. Can't you see? Yes. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Get a lover. I do love that meme. It's like, I, I've seen that movie before. It's awesome. We have so much insanity in the world today. It's not even fucking funny. Yep. All right. We're going to have to take another minor break here so I can take a pee again. And we'll come back and see if we can wrap this up. But somehow I don't see that happening. Oh, we can just. Hop right down to the TikTok. Yeah, well, fuck this. I gotta pee. All right. Before I learned to walk, I crawled on my knees. Looking up, I saw a world just beyond my reach. Oh, I cried in desperation till I finally figured out. If I stood on my own, nothing could keep me down. I climbed that mountain just to see what was on the other side. On the other side. But thank God, thank God for mountains. Without them, I'd have never touched the sky. By the time I turned 18, I was going on 42 With nothing left worth doing 
and nothing left to prove. Then life said not so fast, boy, and gave me a wake-up call. I found myself surrounded by a jagged granite wall. I climbed that mountain just to see what was on the other side. On the other side. Thank God. Thank God for mountains. Without them, I'd have never learned to fly. Something to get over Some things you just can't walk around The choice was mine to make Go back the way I came Or keep moving Never looking down So I climbed that mountain Just to see what was on the other side On the other side Thank God for mountains Without them, I'd have never touched the sky. I climbed that mountain just to see what was on the other side. On the other side, thank God for mountains. Without them, I'd have never learned to You know what it reminds me of? You haven't watched that series I gave you yet, the uh, Into the yes, West. Yes, I have. How did you enjoy that? I still have one more disc to go, but it's addictive and heartbreaking and beautiful. Isn't it? Isn't it truly amazing? And doesn't it remind you of that exact song we just listened to? Yeah, it does, actually. It's like, why did I do it? Because I just wanted to see what was on the other side. I wanted to move. I wanted to see. Oh, Into the West is an amazing series. For those that don't have access to it, hunt it down. It is a it's a five-disc series, I believe. And it shows the conquest of North America, United States in particular, from the 1820s to about 1905. And it shows how the continent was conquered. And it does it through following a fictional family, but I somehow I think it's a real family, a real family name, the Wheelers. I bet if you look in history, you will find a Wheeler family that traveled like that. Mm-hmm. But you could find, they use the Wheelers, but you could find almost any family name. You could use the Sackets for instance, you could use the Sackett family and only those who like, um, oh God, I can't remember the author's name. He's my favorite fucking author ever. Wrote Westerns. Uh, anyway, the Sackett family. You can follow the Sackett family to, do, to find that same information. Exact same stories, almost. Not the same stories, but the same storylines of people who settled the West. And I haven't started digging deep enough, but just the fact that I tripped across information that the overall family line originated on this continent 
in the early 1700s means that the overall family probably has the same storyline across this, across this continent. You should seriously watch 1883. Uh, it's a pretty fantastic uh, series. It's it's a mini series, and it is uh, the Duttons go west. Uh, it's it's a pre, it's a pre or preclude preliminary. It's a, it's, it's a it, it's a preliminary to uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Oh, that would be yeah. in- interesting. Because, yeah, they are in a wagon train, and it's beautifully done. It, actually, because, I was thinking about how similar um, the series you gave me is to eighteen eighty three. Only the series you gave me is so much more in depth. Yeah, well, the one I gave you is very in depth, and it covers some of the really deeper aspects. And it does it does a beautiful job. And if you watch the very last video of it. Mm-hmm. They actually go into talking to the people who helped them prepare this series, including First Nations people who helped them give authenticity to the things that happened. Wow. Oh, there, amazing. There's a lot. That that series is not just a series. It is as authentic as they could possibly make it. It is true history as possibly as they could make it history. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like the first time I watched it, I'm like, this is, I, I've watched it like four times. Yeah. It's one of those, it's one of those series you have to watch a few times to really get everything. You, I, I've noticed that like, there's definitely stuff that I've missed. Well, you, there's stuff you missed the first time because you drift off or you, your attentions drift or what, but there, but there's so many things. You, the one thing that still sticks to me in that series, since you're on the last disc, you've seen the part where everybody, they showed this whole series where everybody's seen, no matter where they were, they all seen the massive um, meteor shower that occurred in the sky. Yeah, and everyone took a different meaning from it. That was an actual historical event. I know. And that historical event, it's like it keeps popping up in my stuff on astronomy and stuff. And it's like... Oh yeah, I remember it in this series here. But that historical and everybody took a everybody would take a different everybody depending on their beliefs would take a different meaning from that event. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that one event occurred ties everyone together as a human. That's yeah. what most people don't get. Most people don't get that, all right, everyone took a different meaning, but what they don't get is that one event ties every human together because every human on the globe experienced that event. Even the people that were in daylight, they still experienced because that event went on for 24 plus hours. So everyone on the globe experienced that event. At that exact day and time. And that has not been repeated in our history yet. And that is the, I think it was the Perseids event. It was the Hmm. Perseids, because that appeared in the late fall or late summer. Because if you look, it appeared in late summer. Everyone was out enjoying the summer. It appeared during the Perseid events in August. 
It is the Perseids meteor shower, and we're due to have the exact same event appear to humankind again because cool. of the Perseid meteors. It's like I've been studying the Perseids. It's like I have a personal experience, and we're not going to go into where that personal experience comes from here on the live show. For those of you keep wondering, send me emails. Contact me through the rogues ta the roguesoasis.com, the roguestavern.com. If you want to find out, maybe I'll tell you, but I have a personal experience with the Perseid media showers and a summer because it always happens in August. And the Perseid meteor showers have personal meaning to me. And because that event occurred in, that, in the 1800s, and it showed me, it's like, oh my God, the Perseid meteor showers have been going on for a very long time. And then when I found out what the Perseid meteor showers are, and I'm not going to tell you here, you're going to have to do, do some research on what the Perseid meteor showers are and how long they've been going on for our planet. But you'll find out that they have significant meaning to humans all over this planet. And each human, depending on their belief system, their belief in God, spiritual, whatever, they apply different meaning to what the Perseids meant at each time. In the end, it still has significant meaning to all humans on this planet. And we are due, we are actually overdue for a massive, another summer of those 1800s meteor showers where people looked up to the sky and they were coming down at hundreds of meteors per minute. And people couldn't understand what it was. And of course, during the 1800s, they didn't have light pollution like we have now. So it actually lit up the sky for them hmm. to the point where they were like, what is this? You know, that was the first one, right? First time that, that our planet saw it. No. Oh, our no? planet has saw our planet has seen the Perseid meteor showers for Hundred for thousands of years, for a hundred okay. thousands of years, we've seen the Perseid meteor showers because the Perseid meteors, the Perseid meteor. Tell okay. everyone who is listening. If you want to know what the Perseid meteor <laughs> is, the Perseid meteor showers, go listen to Graham Hancock and um, Fingerprints of the Gods. That's a good one. Okay, in Fingerprints or of the Gods, it. if we you listen to it, if you listen to Fingerprints of the Gods or read it. You realize in that he talked about the Perseid meteor showers. That was the meteor that came through and took out the glaciers and changed our planet 13,000 years ago. What the Perseid meteors is the leftovers from that comet. You so didn't, should we uh, you didn't head know, over to the TikToks? You didn't know that, did you? Yes, I did. Oh, well, why didn't you say something sooner? Because you were talking. Oh, well, you were supposed to agree to me or say, yes, I know that. Fuck you. Why? I don't know why. It's entertaining right. to hear you ramble. Oh, well, I can ramble. When I know what I'm talking about, 
I can you ramble. You are the king of rambling. I can ramble very well when I know what the fuck I'm talking mm-hmm. about. If I don't know what I'm talking about, I tend to peter off because I lose track of what I should be saying. <laughs> but if I know something and I've been studying it and I've been listening to it and I've been digging into this information, yeah, well, it is what it is. All right, so do you at? want to head to TikToks and call yeah, it a night? Let's go to TikToks and we'll call it a show. We can't call it a night yet. We'll call it a show. And for those of you who listen to the show, well, sucks to be you because when we call it a show, there might be a few things that are said after the show that we may or may not bring to the next show. So it sucks to be you. Mm. All right. Let's go to TikToks. I we, don't know what most of I don't know what any of them are again. So Well, sucks to be you. That's what you get for not previewing them. All right. First TikTok we got here. What the fuck do we got? My, I think it's more entertaining when I don't preview them, honestly. It, it is because our grand, my grandchildren, your daughters, bring us so much. He's got purple. Also, these are all from the older kid this time. They've got purple hair. Yep. I don't know if I want to trust a man with purple hair. I think that's a woman. No, no, it's a man. No, I think that's a woman. No, Look at the hands. I don't care. That's a man. <laughs> Look at the face. That's a man. All right, let's find out. Mom, can we turn the air down? I'm hot. Or you could take a blanket or eight. That's a woman. I can't see the Adam's apple. I think it's a man. There thing. is no Adam's apple. That's actually a woman. It's a fat woman. So? Still a woman. Off. No! Only a woman can make that line. All right, you're right. It's a woman. I can see the hips. Yep, it's a woman. It takes me a minute because I have my forensic anthropology and I have to look at the bone structure and everything else. You're right. It's a woman. It's a fat woman, but okay. It's a fat woman with purple hair. Hi. Hi. No, I love these. These are my favorite. You just got to look. It's a fat woman without kids. The red dust off first. Do we have any milk? I heard that or a lot of kids. No, it's a fat woman without kids because if it was a fat woman with kids, because women are narcissistic, the kids would be in here. You say so. No, I'm certain. Mom, is this all the bandages we have in the house? Yeah, probably. Are you hurt? No. Are you anticipating being... And she's pretending to be her mother. Okay. So it tells me that it's a fat woman without kids who wishes she had kids, but because no man will stick his dick in her, is she's got no kids. Being hurt? No. I'm going to my room. Why are you using the band-aids? I'm a snick. I'm a sneaky snick. Which is sad, though, because there's always some man that will stick his dick in the glory hole. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like these seem like pretty spot on kid stories. Well, they are spot on kid <laughs> stories, but I'm just making fun of the person creating them. Hey, Snick. Hey, you know that you're making that sound out loud, right? No, I wasn't. Abs, AirPods. I can hear you. What? Did you just open your AirPods with your face? What? That's how you open AirPods. Everybody at school opens AirPods like that. Okay, sorry. Mom, can we... Yeah, okay, that's it. I'm sorry. Uh, I No, I'm not sorry because <laughs> this is just stupid. 
It's a fat woman. It's disgusting. It's, it's a fat woman who has no children. Mom, no. can we turn the air down? I'm hot. Or you Fuck could- off. Quit playing shit that I don't want you to play. Fucking YouTube. I hate YouTube sometimes. Well, the older kid is quite happy. She bounced off to bed because she saw that we were playing her TikTok. <laughs> what? She's not going to stick around for the results of the analysis of them? Nah. Bad child. That time and she knows it. Well, that's because she's got to get up for school. I kicked the other, I kicked my boys off the school or off the bed so they can get up to school. All right. Let's hear the next one. No, I don't want to download it because this shit is usually worthless to download. So fuck off. Oh, yeah. This is a weird one. So I don't know if you've seen uh, Wednesday. Uh, it's actually a really cool series that they have on on uh, Is it racist Netflix, to cast but, actors as villains? Yeah, see, she's a siren. And somehow that's racist that she is a siren because she's black and a siren. Uh, fuck them. Black should be sirens. All right, let's see. I'm Wednesday Adams. No, you're not Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams is a white girl who is yeah. psychotic. And twisted. Yeah. Well, actually, they, they did a really, you're, you're really a good black job woman. representing Wednesday Adams. You're a black <laughs> woman who is psychotic and twisted. But Wednesday Adams comes from a storyline that was white in its history. Yeah. Which they what, are the white of death. Which is what annoys me the most. It's like, oh my God, we need to... We need to cast Wednesday as white or black because... Well, no, they didn't. They they didn't cast uh, her as black. Okay. The only character they got wrong in the series was um was her dad. Her dad was not black? No, I'm saying that's the only character uh, they got wrong because they definitely made him the proper, like, Italian and everything, but they didn't hmm. make him the athletic, super tall, suave Oh, he was supposed he to be was. the athletic, super tall, suave, because that's what made, I can't remember her name, the the wife of him. Morticia? Morticia, because that's what made her swoon at his well, manliness. That, and when he spoke French, but... Well, yeah, he, he spoke French and his manliness, because he was manly and he didn't take any shit from a woman. And that's what... Made her fucking, no matter how fucking psychotic she was, he's like, oh my God, he's so much more psychotic than me. I must fuck him now. Yeah, but see, that's the only character they got wrong was her dad. They made him a short, fat Italian guy rather than a tall, thin, athletic did, Italian guy. Did they, did they fucking do that in a new movie? Yep. Yeah. Well, oh. not, not movie, TV series. It's the only character they got wrong, though. Every other character, they got perfect. Oh, dear God. Even Fester was freaking awesome. I'm so <laughs> glad I didn't watch that shit because I wasn't disappointed because he was my favorite character. Right. He's one of my favorites, too. He I was my favorite right now, but. second to the hand. The hand was my second thing. most favorite thing, whatever you want to call it. The hand. That's thing. his name. His name is Thing. Yes. Thing was my most ultimate favorite character in the Adams family. Because, I mean, so much emotion expressed in, in a, a hand. hand. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how can you not like <laughs> Thing? I know, I've always liked Wednesday. But anyways, let's watch how All right. this is racist. Let's see. And I've depicted black people as bullies in my new Netflix show, and that is apparently a problem. 
for which I apologize. <laughs> Let's break it down because apparently the show is being called racist for featuring black people as bullies because apparently you cannot have black actors seen or shown in a negative light. It says critics have taken issue with black actress Joy Sunday playing a mean girl at Nevermore Academy and black actor Iman Marzin portraying a bully. <gasps> The horror, the horror <laughs> to depict black people as anything other than golden angels. I think people need a wake up call here. If we start casting black people in films and saying for representation, but that representation is only ever in one light, the positive angel who always wins and is always the victor and never does anything wrong. And guess what? You're not really promoting diversity at all. You're promoting a cookie cutter version of every single black character that will ever grace the screen. I'm Wednesday Adams. I like I've her. depicted black people as bullies in my new Netflix show, and All that right, is apparently a problem. Yep. I like Wednesday. Wednesday was one of my favorite characters, too. It's like, I always wanted to date Wednesday. She seemed like the perfect girl to date. That's creepy. <laughs> but what age did well, you, you lose know, your... Wednesday I'm was, Wednesday you know, she was kind of like, the, I've depicted she was black like people the perfect as bullies girl, and... you know? She loved everything. She didn't cringe at anything. No, Wednesday was always kind of lovable to me. I liked Wednesday. All right, let's see what the next one is. Let's same movie. Same show twice. Is it? Did you go for the third one down? We're on the third one down. I went on the second one down. What happened to yep. the first one? I don't know. I thought you already played the first one. Yeah, that oh, was the I first one. Oh, I did play one. the first one. The Wednesday okay. was the second. Now we're on the third one. Oh, we're on the third one now. Okay. Fucking confused here. I just hiked for three days to reach you. Oh, you stupid fucking cuck mangina. You're not going to get Oh, let's see what the video is. I can just see it right here in this first part. It's a cuck mangina. <laughs> who is trying to gain enlightenment because he thinks he's going to get the girl that he dreamed about, and she's not going to give two fucks about him any more than she did before he went on this cuck mangina trip. All right, that's my prediction. Let's hear it. Oh, wise one. I just hiked for three days to reach you. Tell me, what is the secret to happiness? To be left... The fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wise one. So basically, I nailed that one yep. without seeing it <laughs> at all. It's a cuck mangina looking for it, and it's an actual wise one who says, Leave me the fuck alone, you <laughs> cuck mangina. Go fucking live your life and learn how to be a fucking man. <laughs> Sorry. All right, now we're on the fifth one down. Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. I just got to finish giggling over this one. <laughs> because this one just worked out so well. Secret to happiness? Fuck off. Secret <laughs> tell everyone to fuck off. Yeah, well, that's the secret to happiness, is knowing how to tell everyone to fuck off. It actually is. The, more, truly, the less people you have in your life, the happier you are. It's not the less people you have in your life. Okay. Understand this. It's not the, I'm learning. I'm learning this at my ripe old age of whatever it might be. 
Mm-hmm. It's not less people you have in your life. It's fewer people in your life that want to try and change you. Yeah, that's why I just say less people because it seems no. like my generation has been taught that unless you change someone and yeah. save them, you're not but a person. I so. am finding at my current age, whatever it might be, 25, 35, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. I am finding people in my life now that don't want to change me and want to listen to me talk and I can listen to them talk and we might not agree and we might have a really good argument about shit. But in the end we say, Hey, here's beers to you. Cheers. (laughs) Drink up. Yeah. Because that's the way it should be. Well, that's the way it was when I was younger. When I was in my twenties, I had actually in my late twenties, early thirties, because in my twenties I was too busy doing other shit. In my late twenties, early thirties, when I met a lot of people that were in their twenties, we used to have beers and we used to argue till late in the night. I mean, serious fucking arguments, not just mm-hmm. your minor argument. We used to have arguments that fucking if outsiders were listening, they thought we were going to come to fisticuffs, <laughs> and we would finally end up at the night and going, all right, you got your viewpoint. I got my viewpoint. Here's a beer health to you drink up. And in the morning again, tomorrow in the morning, (laughs) when we sobered up, we were still fucking friends. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. No, I miss those days. And I got to experience the tail end of it. And that's what's seriously... But I am finding those people again. Good. Slowly, I am finding those people. And granted... They're all in hiding. They're very... <laughs> a lot of them are the same age as me, which is somewhere in my 30s or 20s. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding those people... Again, and they're approximately the same age as me within a couple, three years. And I'm like, okay, this is not making sense. Well, it's not making sense, but it's making sense because these are people who understood that you could argue with somebody until two or three o'clock in the morning and finally hit a point where I'm too tired to fucking argue. Let's toast this. Drink one last shot, we'll pass out, and in the morning, we'll be friends again. Yeah, my husband and I get into debates like that all the time. Yeah, they're arguments, but they're also debates. Yeah. And we've gotten some really strange looks from people around us. Like, are you, should we leave? It's like, what? Why? We're having fun. Join in. Well, it's like. Then they look at us like we're crazy. It's like me and one of my friends of mine, one of my, one of my good friends. Oh, yeah. You know him. (laughs) You two get to screaming, man. Oh, him and I. I, I still remember the last camp out I went with him where there were multiple people around that didn't know us at all. <laughs> and him and I got into an argument over something and we started really going at each other. And I watched people around us back up away from the fire and they were just backing <laughs> up. And it's like we were arguing. And finally we got to a point where it was like, you know what? Fuck it. We just sort of cheered each other and it's like, ah, we're good. And they were like, people were like, come, what the fuck was that? I was like, oh, we're good now. 
Now, granted, he doesn't drink, which makes it really, truly entertaining because <laughs> I drink and get drunk and I get really crazy and he doesn't drink and it makes it makes it so fucking entertaining because they just don't know what to think. If people <laughs> who don't know each of us see this, yeah. they just fucking like they they just they just like start backing up like, are these guys going to start fighting? It's like, no, no. If you sit and watch them, watch us long enough, we just like, all right, you're not going to agree. I'm not going to agree. But what we'll do is we will agree to disagree. disagree. And you keep your ideas. I keep my ideas. And we're still friends. Yes, I, I really love, I, I really truly enjoy getting in arguments with him when there's strangers around. It's always entertaining. <laughs> It really is. It brings some entertainment to it. All right, let's see what this one is. You can strengthen. Walking shouldn't make your feet hurt. Short-term solution, myofascial release, a.k.a. intense massage. You can use oh, water bottle, deodorant, shampoo, Clorox wipe, broom, the broom thing, or pan. Anything semi-hard and roughly round. All right. Are you okay? Is your brain melting? Brain's melting here. I'm just sort of thinking... <laughs> Anything semi-hard. All right, use your heart on, dude. And focus massaging here and roll. All right. Roll out the rest. The long-term solution is to lengthen and strengthen the... Lengthen and strengthen your heart on. Plantar fascia. You can strengthen by using minimalist shoes so that you have to strengthen your fascia. Minimalist and shoes. Lengthen, no, those are actually some of the worst shoes for you. Drop down so you can take a proper shit. <sighs> I mean, he is pointing out some good heel. exercises here, but... What's that? He is pointing up some good exercises here, but oh, yeah. some of the stuff he's saying is just bullshit. Oh, yeah. It's absolute bullshit. But you can squat down, you can shit better. Because yep. it's, it's actually proven through some scientific facts. If you can squat to shit, it's a better shit for you than the normal mm -hmm. shit we take on a toilet. Which is probably why when you're teaching, when you're potty training kids, their first instinct is to have their feet up on the seat and squat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's a thing. It's like, I realized that, but I, I realized it. And I also realized it through my apartment and the Oasis is the Oasis toilet is way higher than the apartment toilet. And mm -hmm. I have a better, I have an easier time shitting at the, at the apartment than I do at the Oasis because of the difference in heights in the toilet. Thanks so much for that visual. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to help <laughs> you out. Start off the ground. That's okay. Just put your fingertips on the ground and sink your heels. And sink your heels into the ground so you can take a better shit. As close <laughs> to the ground as possible till you feel a stretch. Till you feel a stretch and it makes it easier to get that shit out in the morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have to describe this. It could you may be as well just turn off the sound and talk for him, man. <laughs> it could be because I've had a little too much rum. A wee bit, yeah. Mm, well, I've only had maybe a quarter bottle. Which for someone with your tolerance level is quite a bit. It might be. <laughs> And then bring your knees all the way down to the floor or as close as you can get, and you'll feel a quite intense stretch through that. And that intense stretch will allow you to let that shit flow out easier. 
that you know, big that particular stretch right there is really bad if you have collapsing arches. Oh, yes. But it's really it's good for you. It's fucking killer if you have it's, collapsing arches. It's really good for you if you're having problems shitting. <laughs> this so whole exercise regime this guy's doing is making you think of taking a shit, isn't it? <laughs> Just so people know. <laughs> it's the thing is, is okay, people don't understand how important your position is when shitting. Okay, and if you really want to know, there's a book called How to Shit in the Woods or How to Shit in the Forest or I can't remember it exactly. It, that would actually be a really good book to read. <laughs> no, it, it is a book. It's a book that came out the first time I was going to do the West Coast Trail. Ah. And I really wish I had done the West Coast Trail at that time. I'm so sad I didn't, but your mother made it very fucking hard. Actually, she yeah, well, did. It's a woman's prerogative. She, no, your mother destroyed my ability to do because of what your mother did. I couldn't do the West Coast trip. I'd been training for it for two years, and your mother fucking destroyed it in two months. That's an aside. Okay, but what happened was at the same time I was training for the West Coast Trail, this book came out on how to shit in the forest. <laughs> Because a lot of people don't understand that they go camping, but most people, when they go camping, they go to campgrounds where they get the shit in an uh, outhouse or an even outhouse. one with running water. Outhouse or a place with running water. But they don't understand that most people didn't learn how to shit in an outhouse. They needed to learn how to shit in the forest. And there's a difference between shitting in the forest and shitting in an outhouse. Yeah. Okay. And this book came out about how to shit in the forest. Now, this book has been rewritten two or three times because they've revived how to shit in the forest several times. Remember, we talked at the beginning of the show. You, you have something, you think it's right, but you get new information and you revive it on how to do yeah. it. Yeah. You mean revise? Revise how what whatever revive it how to revise it whatever. No, I'm not drunk yet. I'm close, but not quite. <clears throat> I didn't say what. All right, well maybe, whatever. At any rate, how to shit in the forest is a very good book for anyone who has not gone truly camping and had to shit. In the forest. In other words, they've had to dig their own latrine, shit over a log, shit without a log, shit without shitting on their fucking underwear. You know, thanks to you and the way you raised me, I was truly surprised when I realized that I'm actually one of the minority of my generation. Yeah. I've actually really gone camping and I've honestly taken the girls camping and taught them a lot of this stuff. But like a lot of people my age and a lot of kids my girls' age never gone camping yeah that seriously surprised me when i realized that oh yeah yeah i took you on some amazing campouts, and you know i've done some true shitting in the forest and oh, sh shitting in the forest is not pretty 
especially sucks if you if you don't have any toilet paper because then you gotta figure out which leaves are are good. Just figure out what to wipe your ass with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not pretty to wipe your ass with the wrong leaves. No. <laughs> which some people learn by wiping their ass with, with fucking leaves. poison oak. Leaves are three leaving be, man. I just I just find it funny when I think about it. But the thing is, is I think about that on a regular basis. And that's what this video is reminding me of, is how to shit in the forest. But that's <laughs> not what they're actually telling people, is how to shit in the forest. Let's, Maybe he has a video on that, too. Let's just change the words. Let's continue this. The bottom of your foot over here. But if that's Yes, well, if your foot's in the wrong spot, you're going to shit on your foot. Yeah, or under your foot. <laughs> or under your foot. <laughs> it's a problem, man. It's a problem. And unfortunately, I truly believe in the next... And this is sad. I don't Angle want to... Too Shut up. I don't want to believe this. In the next 20 to 30 years, I believe this is a problem everyone is going to face. What, the foot thing? No, how to shit in the forest. Probably. The good thing that there's a handful of us in every place that there is yeah. that knows this shit. Although most of us have run away to the country as far as we can go. Well, we, can't take, we can't take the stupidity anymore. We've moved as far as to the country as we can go. Granted, yeah. I'm still in the South Island, the brewery overlook, which is not quite the country. Difficult. I would rather be in the Oasis, which is closer to the country, but. Yeah, still not as far as I want to go. My feet have been crazy itchy lately. Yeah, mine have too. I've actually started looking at property in fucking Alberta. Wow. What? You said looking at property in Alberta. Yes. That is far. Well, no, that's true country. I mean, yeah. the only the next best thing in BC is hundred mile house, but the problem is, is I've been looking at what our BC government has been doing. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh my god, they're gonna fuck us. I need to go to Alberta. Um, that's a whole nother side. Let's hear the rest of this shit. Cool. Just use your hands to extend your toes and pull your foot back a little bit. Oh, that Stay looks flexy. so painful to me. Walking shouldn't make your that last bit where he's pulling his toes towards him. That looks so painful to me because I have collapsing arches. And when I pull my toes towards me, my arches start spasming. Well, that's something that I've done in yoga to fix my arch problem. Because what's funny is the arch problem you described to me, I've had a similar arch problem, but I fixed it through yoga. Yeah, yoga helps. But my, my arches, because they're too high and there's yeah. never any proper arch support for my height of arches. Yeah. Well, they have been collapsing. You may, and that you may be collapsed. stuck. Hmm? Well, I'll blame that on your mom. It didn't come from me. No, I definitely got the Egyptian-shaped feet from mom. Okay, well, we'll blame it on your mom. It's all good. Anything yeah. I can blame it on your mom, I'm happy. Yeah. Short-term well, solution. Is, do we have one more? Because this what? is over. It's what? just repeating now. No, he's talking about myofasciation. Yeah, and that is the first thing he talked about. Really? What was it? release, yeah. aka intense massage. You can use water bottle, deodorant, shampoo. I can't tell hey. with these fucking videos, man. They don't Five fucking tips to give heal me. Five your fasciitis pain. 
Fuck you, cunt. So, is there one more, or was that the last one? No, no. We You said we were on five. One, two, three, four, five. We have a sixth one. All right. Sixth one. Number six. For those of you <laughs> that are still fucking following us and listening to us, because you're as twisted as fucking we are, at, and you realize that we might run off on a fucking tangent. That leads- There's at least 31 kindred spirits out there. Well, you know what's funny? It's like I'm still trying to figure that out. We've got 31 followers now. When Mm -hmm. we started the show, we had 30 followers because we made note of it at the beginning of the show. Well, I made note of it. Oh, it just says 30 followers again. I guess someone started following and decided not to. No, I see 31 followers on mine. I see 30. Refresh yourself. Okay. I refreshed my, at 30, I refreshed it because I was looking at something else. And oh, I, yeah, I see 31 now. Yeah, we have 31 followers now. And cool. I, I theorize we have 31 because of the donation I made to um, Pop, to Terrence Pop of Redonculus. That because, would be awesome. Because I made mention of the fact that we're live here. On uh, on Odyssey, and somebody came from Odyssey and liked this and followed us. They granted they're not here because we only have two current watchers, and one of them that's is me. you and me. You and me. Nobody else is watching at the exact moment, which I don't give a shit about. Eventually, we will have watchers here, and it will be good. We just got to hey, yeah. we got to keep doing the show every single week. And if we do it twice a week, which I'm going to have to do, we're going to have to do a show Friday or Saturday. We're going to have to do a show Friday or Saturday. We've so, we've got we've got other shit to do. We'll discuss that after this show. So uh, before you press play on this, yeah, what do you think this is about? I think it's just a comedian. Um, he looks like a comedian, just judging by his looks. Yeah, he looks. He like, always have flowery shirts for some reason. Yeah, he looks like he's making fun of shit. All right, let's listen to him, and then we'll go on to other shit that we're going to discuss. Uh, Mouse. I yell out to Dave. I said, be quiet, Dave. This isn't about you. He taps a button on the dashboard that activates the sliding door. And when the door is about that far from closing, he yells out, I'm building a wall. I couldn't even get upset because I was too much in shock over the fact that that came out of someone four feet away from me. My cell phone goes off. I take out my phone and there's a text message from Dave. And I said, that's right. He better say, I'm sorry. He better say, just kidding. I open up the text message and it says, and you're paying for it. And people tell me, you still work with him after that? Yes, I do. I trust that man with my life every single night. I know where his heart's at. He can say whatever he wants. At the end of the day, he still has to drive around the king of the Mexican. The point of this story is just because you have a difference in opinion, it doesn't mean that you can't have respect for one another. That you can't have love for one another. That you can't have incredible friendships with one another. It's our differences that make us special. I yell out today. All right. That's actually a good point he made. It wasn't very funny. It wasn't very funny, but he made a very valid point. Same thing we were talking about earlier. He was talking about Trump in particular there. No, he was telling that story 
Buzz Buddy who imitated Trump. But what he, the point he was making is that you can have a different opinion. Yeah, you can you can disagree and still be friends, still yeah. respect one another. And that's exactly what we were talking well, about. That's earlier. what we were talking about. You 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 have friends that you mostly agree with, but oftentimes you don't agree with, and then you get into these really awesome arguments. And you butt heads and you make a fucking big scene and was really entertaining for both of you. And it's truly for both of you. Because I noticed Keith, the guy I get involved with here, he has people there that don't know me very well. And there's people there that don't know me very well or him very well. And we start arguing and. And they don't know what to fucking make of it. And they're like, oh, whose side do I take? I, I like both sides. And then we fucking get in this deep, dark argument. And then we fucking finally come to a collusion like, eh, fuck it. Cheers. We're both right. And they and these people around us go, what the fuck just happened? Something they don't see every day, that's for sure. Well, yeah. Well, that's what we do when him and I get into these deep arguments because it just it doesn't make sense to their left or right wing brains. They have they either have left or right wing brains, and they're either believing the left wing or the white wing. But when him and I get into an argument, each of us We'll start arguing our particular side, left or right wing. But sometimes in the middle of the argument, we'll switch arguments. And we'll start arguing the other side of it. And these people on the outside will go, uh, what the fuck just happened? And they, they can't make sense of it. And then when we'll finally settle down, we'll go, yeah, fuck it. Cheers. Let's have a beer. Drink down and go. And they'll go. Um, um, who do I like now? It's like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter because both of us are happy and we're not actually enemies. We actually had a really good discussion that led us down a path that allowed each of us to understand a little bit about what the other person was thinking Granted, we might not have believed 100% about what the other person was thinking, but we learned a little bit about what the other per person was thinking. And it's all good. We're happy. And, and on that beautiful note, I think we should call it a show. Oh, uh, has it been that long? Oh, it's fuck. It's been three hours. Yeah, we've done it again. We've gone to three hours of a show. We sure have. All right. We'll have some music and then I'll talk to you after. All right. All right. A little bit of music to carry us on out of here, folks. These are the days of thunder. We're going to make time stand still. A quarter after midnight. And I'm watching the wall. Sometimes I feel so uptight I just can't sleep at all Every day doing the same old thing We're losing time 
folks that's all we've got for you now take care bye-bye take care coincidence i think not adios mofo